Welcome, everyone, to episode 207 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Corey. No Will this week. Will's on vacation, which we figured, um, what did we figure? He's probably pumping some iron down in yeah. Florida. Doing curls on the beach, impressing all the ladies. Yeah. It's a little warmer, a little more humid, so he can stay a little more loose. Yeah. <laughs> and constantly <laughs> glistening. Yeah, in yes. Florida because of the humidity. The natural glisten. Natural glisten. Yeah, yep. not the, the glisten, not the uh, cheap oil that they spread on their muscles. The glisten looks good at the mirror shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not sweating your balls off in the swamp <laughs> of Florida. I don't know where he is exactly in Florida, but Orlando, right? It's mostly swampy there. I believe yeah, about it's... thirty minutes from Orlando is what he told me. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, our topic today is Batman: Arkham Knight. Uh, came out what like two weeks ago two weeks ago two yeah we- two weeks ago uh we're finally able to cover it uh eric played a little bit not as much as you would have liked but yeah that was a combination of things uh i was away on a business trip for work yep. and then, which is why i got to play right and then i got back and i had kind of a hard time getting into it and then the new heroes of the storm <laughs> map came out and hero and there it went yep <laughs> so <laughs> And before you know it, it was time to do the yeah. episode on it. I was going to play again tonight but uh, before we recorded, but um, my fiance, uh, kind of a last minute thing, we decided to take her niece for a couple nights, so mm-hmm. that wasn't going to happen because we were watching Mulan instead. Nice. Yeah. Mulan That's not Rouge? One, there's some really good kids movies. I don't know that Mulan is one of them. Yeah, I don't know. I was really not paying much attention, so. Gotcha. Whatever. Okay. Uh, anybody have anything you want to tease for later on in the episode? I played briefly uh, Freedom Wars on the Vita while I was on the road. I bought Smash Brothers for 3DS. Nice. And I did want to talk about the new Heroes of the Storm map and Hero, the Butcher. Excellent. So, yes. Corey? I uh, had a bad video game week. The only... I played Hearthstone for about an hour, and that's all I did Uh in the last week, video game-wise. So, I have nothing to talk about. That's right. It happens. So I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Peace. Yeah, okay. Well, without further ado, let's get right into the main segment, shall we? Uh, Batman Arkham Knight, the topic, obviously. Uh, it was developed by Rocksteady and published by Warner Brothers Interactive. It's a sequel to Arkham City. Arkham, or- or Arkham Origins was actually a prequel to the Arkham Trilogy. Um, so it, it follows the events of Arkham City and not Arkham Origins. Right. Also, uh, Rocksteady's supposedly last foray into the batman last of the trilogy last of the trilogy yeah there's other batman angles that they could explore some people have suggested doing like uh uh what's that cartoon that batman cartoon when we were growing up bat not batman batman beyond maybe sounds familiar that they wanted to some some fans wanted them to do that i've heard um game clamoring for a superman game Mm -hmm. um and i've also heard uh mutant ninja turtles oh i'd rather see that than superman I'd be good with either. Yeah. See, I'm, I can't get into DC Comics like I could Marvel Marvel yeah. Comics, so I never had as much interest in their characters, but I always liked the Ninja Turtles. That's kind of... Uh, Who doesn't? Well, that was uh, what we watched when we were growing up. You Casey know? Jones. Donatello was my favorite turtle. I think mine was um, Michelangelo. Gotcha. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know if I had a favorite one. I thought they were all pretty cool. Yeah. Cora, who's your favorite turtle? This is off topic, but... We got. We have to know now. Uh, if we're talking about the older ones, it'd be Donatello. Yeah. Do you guys see the newer movie? No. no. 
Ugh, Donatello's the worst in it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so I guess uh, the average would be Michelangelo. Okay. My average yeah. favorite would probably equal out to be Michelangelo. K- Casey Jones was my series favorite. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, Batman. So, yeah, the after the Joker's death at the end of Arkham City, there's a weird quiet period in the city where there's very little crime. Of course, Scarecrow breaks the silence by threatening Gotham with a gas attack or something along those lines. You're not exactly sure what it is. Uh, causing the city to fully evacuate, leaving only criminals left in the city. Again. Which, which is kind of weird. Well, the I don't, what happened in Arkham Origins? I didn't play that one. I played City and... and I don't remember, but Arkham it was Asylum. the same kind of thing. Okay. Because uh, in Arkham City, like, the city was a, like a prison city, so it was a little bit different. Right. It was all... It was all criminals anyway. Yeah. Uh, and I this feel like one, they've all kind of been that way. Yeah. And this one, uh, the, the populace was actually evacuated, leaving only the seedy underbelly of yeah. Gotham City uh, left in the city, so... Uh, and then some of my favorite parts of the game and the, are the story, which we can't talk about, so I'm not gonna not getting into that. I did really like the story, despite like I said, me not really. You being, beat it. I did beat it. Right. I did beat it. Thank you. Well done. Um, I almost. I, I did most of the side stuff too, which we'll which we'll get into in a little bit. Uh, but yeah, some of my favorite parts of the game were the story and the weird things that happen with the story. Uh, which is a spoiler in itself, and I can't, I don't want to talk about it for those of you that haven't played the game yet, so, or haven't gotten that far yet, even. So, uh, first of all, we got to talk about the Batmobile. That was the biggest, biggest change from this mm-hmm. game in Arkham City. Uh, also, kind of a contentious issue with some people. That seemed to be the most common complaint that I've saw, I've seen about Batman Arkham Knight was the Batmobile. Uh, Eric, I wanted to get your thoughts on the Batmobile. I talked about it before. I really like the Batmobile stuff thus far. What, what do you think? Uh, I don't. I would say I didn't really care mm-hmm. too much for it. I thought that the one of the first things you do is you go to the Ace Chemical Plant, mm-hmm. and you have to fuck around a lot with the Batmobile there. Yeah. And that was really annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and from what I understand, it's not quite as bad no, after that. No, I think really what that does, that that part was to get you like to... tutorial kind It of? was a tutorial, yeah, to get you to understand like all the different things the Batmobile can do, because it did like cram everything right yeah. into, that, into that part. I didn't like how it just crammed it on you there. I could see that. That was annoying. But other than that specific part, um, I haven't found it to be too bad. Yeah. It's kind of fun doing the combat. It's I think it's really easy. Yeah, it is. It the is pretty easy. The combat is... Um, it probably should be a little more difficult. It, the difficulty ramps up a little bit, but not as much as you'd think. Yeah, um, it's fairly easy. The like you'll take on like forty different drone tanks, yeah. um, and without much of an issue. <laughs> I never even really came close to getting destroyed when I did that. So yeah, I haven't felt threatened at yeah. all. Yeah, but yeah, I mean it's. It handles pretty well yep. as far as that goes, I feel like. Yeah, I uh, really like you drive like it like you would in a normal driving game, but if you hold down the left trigger, it, it transitions immediately into tank mode and it, you move it around like you would like a character in a first-person shooter. Um, Which it handles pretty well. It handles very well. Uh, and it also makes sense, I think, from a story standpoint because your uh, primary nemesis in the game is the Arkham Knight who kind of is like a paramilitary figure, you know? He, he has a... Uh, an army of drones, drone tanks, and and flying drones, and and like sold mercenary soldiers. So right. it would make sense that Batman would need a tank type of thing to, to combat fight, that. to combat the Arkham Knight, right? No, that's true. 
I didn't think about that. But yeah, other than the the Ace Chemicals part, um, the Batmobile hasn't really bothered me all that much. Mm-hmm. I do still prefer to glide across yeah, the city. Yeah. It's more fun. It's way it, more fun. It's it's more Batman like. Absolutely. So, but yeah, no, I mean, I I can see people's points. I I want to yeah. play a little more before I really determine if it was forced on you, right? Like people are saying, um, because I like I said, I did hear that. The, if if you're not really liking it up to Ace Chemicals, you should still play it for a little while. Yep. And see see how you do after a couple more hours. So yeah. I at least want to do that before I really say if I feel like it's being forced on you. Yeah. Yeah, I never um I mean I guess I never even thought about it like being shoehorned into the game. Mm-hmm. I can see people's point with that, but like I like I talked about I think I talked about the Batmobile was it two weeks ago or a week ago maybe? Um and I, I just controlled so well for me that I never minded the parts. And there's, uh, there's actually the Riddler, um, the Riddler part of the game. Um, that's all Batmobile stuff too. Fuck that. Yeah. See, that makes me not interested in doing any of the Riddler stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. No. The well, it's not not the the two hundred different challenges. Oh, oh there's oh. like maybe six missions riddler missions okay it's I separate from the, like yeah. most of them no it's separate from the trophies those are the trophies that there's like 200 of so are his story missions all batmobile i believe so up uh, up until the point they're different they're different things are like there's some of them are puzzles and some of them are races like po- that involve the batmobile i don't like that yeah i'm not interested in doing races in a fucking batman game it's it's not racing against uh, it's more of an obstacle course than a race, but it's a timed obstacle course. I don't know, man. That doesn't sound appealing to me. In yeah. Batman game, it really doesn't. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed all that stuff. Like I said, um, I mean, I wish I had gotten to play more so I could really, really get into it. Say whether I liked that part or yeah. not. I don't know. I can't see you liking it. To be uh, honest, it with doesn't you. sound very good. Yeah. If I want to play a racing game, I play a racing game. Yeah. Um. Other than that, uh, I mean, that's really the biggest difference between Arkham Knight and Arkham City was was the addition of the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, thoughts? I really liked how the side missions were done in Batman Arkham Knight. Uh, there's an almost episodic tracking down of Gotham's biggest villains. So, like, um, the there there'll be a side mission involving Penguin. He's he's doing like arms deal uh, arms dealing in the city um, during during the. Uh, the issues and stuff and you have to you have to track him down in in various places and it's it's done uh piece by piece so like you know you'll i think you have nightwing's help for that one and he'll he'll track down the location of a a weapons van you gotta you know track that into its hideout and take out the hideout and then you know you're clear for that one part and uh it's done in like five or six parts and Mm -hmm. and then you're you know your last time is when you actually like take down the the, right. peng- the penguin which is cool um two faces thing is uh you have to stop bank robberies which is cool that sounds um, fun yeah they're, they're they're all really really well done and uh like i said they're 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 episodic almost like you can uh you do them one at a time uh and you, the, the the cool thing about that too is if you don't happen to see them like when you're driving around if you beat a story mission you'll get quote unquote intel on right. where the next thing is so you can just you know go right there which is cool cuz it kind of eases you into them too rather than overwhelming you with all these different points on the map i actually never use the mini map in the game um i just never 
found it necessary, you <laughs> know. Um, I might have called it up once or twice just to see where I was in relation to something that I needed to get to, but I never really used it. Not like in, uh, uh, like, Assassin's Creed when you're always, like, looking looking at the map to see, where, like, where all the different points are. It doesn't really, really work out like that, which is kind of I've used cool. the map quite a bit. In Batman? Yeah. Um... I just did the very first side mission that mm-hmm. you can do. I don't know really what's going on in it. Which one was it? You find somebody tied up. Oh, the firefighters? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's a whole different thing. You have oh, to no, re- no, no. I don't think it's the firefighters. Oh. It was like a side mission for one of the villains. Okay. Because um, the firefighters is a separate side yeah, quest, that's, right? Yeah, that's a different series Yeah, it wasn't that. Um, but I don't know who the villain is or really what's going on. He had somebody tied up to a wall or... Oh, it was a dead person. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's and really... And you had to, like, x-ray them or yeah. something like that. Wasn't that awesome? That was cool. Yeah. Um, My plan is to bust through the story mm-hmm. and then go back and do the villain stuff, uh-huh. the side villain missions, and that's probably all I'll do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the villain stuff has always been really cool in those yep. games. Yeah, and I think it's really well done in this because it is it is technically all the, it's side missions, mm-hmm. um, but the, it's it's more well done than say like a game like Dragon Age mm-hmm. um, because they it, it ultimately ultimately en- ends up affecting the ending too, which right. is, which is kind of cool. How much how much of the the side missions, how much of the the villains you are able to to throw into prison. So, well, I'll be interested to see what kind of ending i get yeah by not really doing by not doing anything yeah Yeah. i don't know uh i you know when i beat the game i had most of the most of the side stuff done the only thing i didn't finish was uh collecting all the riddler trophies i did all of his like missions um because he has he has Catwoman right captured um so i was able to free her but i didn't i didn't get to fight him because you have to do the all the riddler challenges the or collect all the 200 trophies to be able to fight him that's nuts. Yeah. Mm. That's actually my primary complaint about the game, too, was that you have to do that to to get the good ending. Right. The real ending. Yeah. I mean, I could, I, they should have the Riddler trophies be, like, something separate, I yeah. think. If um, there's going to be that many of them. Yeah. I, I would have been happy if you had just done all the Riddler missions and then you fought them, but doing all the trophies, too, that's, that's a little too much for me. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like you said, there's like 200 of them and a lot of them you can't get like the first time you go through a dungeon, you got to go back later when you have the right gadgets, bat, bat and, pools. Yeah. Right. Whatever. So, um, there's that, uh, and then there's more standard, standard side mission stuff like disabling bombs and, and rescuing the firefighters, uh, that don't, I mean, the firefighters one, I think has a little bit of a story arc that ties in with firefly. Oh, okay. Um, so that that's a little bit different, but the the bombs I don't know that they really have a have a side a side story uh, per se. I just back them. to the Batmobile for a second. Mm-hmm. Did um did it bother you at all that the left trigger was not the brake? Uh, I did keep hitting the left trigger to yeah. brake and turning into the tank, which, which ended up working. It stops you faster. Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, but it was I, kind I of never, annoying. I don't know that I hit the brake even once. Oh really? I think I just turned into the tank when I needed to, move, um, like like skirt sideways. For I something. didn't say this during teasers, but I also played the Drive Club PS oh, Plus edition. Nice. So I actually have been using the brake and like <laughs> okay. you know kind of trying to yeah. drive like you would in a racing game. Um, so that's kind of interesting. Yeah. But it, yeah, I have found myself like if I'm in battle or something, or I know I need to stop quickly, I'll instinctively hit the left trigger. Yep. 
but if I'm just kind of cruising around, I remember that it, that's not the brake. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. Muscle it's memory. kind of weird. Yeah. It's Muscle weird. memory. Oh, one thing I wanted to, I wanted to uh, compliment the PC version of this, of Batman. The, the one thing you can compliment, I guess, about the PC version is that if you, it's got DualShock 4 compatibility. So if you prefer to use a DualShock 4 on PC, if you plug it in, all the button prompts will be the correct button prompts and the, the controller layout will be the actual controller layout, which I think is good. And I think more games should do that. Yeah. Um, there's no reason at this point for you to not just put that in there, especially for multi-platform games. It's an easy thing to do, I would think. Yeah. So, so that's very cool. Um, and then investigations are another big, big part of the game. Uh, one of the best parts of the game too. Uh, I don't know that they went in as in depth in in uh, Arkham Asylum and Arkham City as they as they are in this one. Uh, one thing I'm I one, one I'm, I will bring up is the you kind of one of your cohorts gets like kidnapped and you're you're going after this person uh and you're i already know about this right i don't know actually okay um it it involves a car crash okay no i don't all right yeah so someone gets kidnapped um you you you're trying to figure out where this person went so you're you're you recreate a a car crash because you you realize that the person was not actually in in the car for the car crash um so you have to go back and, and you piece everything together. And as you're piecing it together, like it's, it's in like a heads up display kind of thing where you see like exactly what happened and where the person got out and rolled and, and you realize that they, they threw something that they would have had on them and you track down like the, the velocity cocaine. where that went. Well, no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> throw cocaine into the, into the bay. Um, but that part's really cool. Uh, all that's, all that stuff. Cause you know, it, it, and I, I talked to you about Remember Me, Eric, that I'm going to probably play Remember Me again. And that's what reminded me of it is backing that up and, mm-hmm. and like, looking for one little teeny piece of th- piece of evidence that you need to scan that area for. Yeah. Um, that was that was what made me want to play Remember Me again. Gotcha. Um, it's done a lot better in Batman because it's, you know, more influential in the game. But, yeah, um, yeah the investigations are, are really well done in Batman. So. Yeah, I always kind of like the investigations, I think. And actually, the one side mission that I did do with the villains where you had to, like, scan the bone and the flesh mm-hmm. and the yep. uh, muscles, I think that's new. Yeah. I don't think you had to do that in the past game, no. so that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, just scan the whole body and look for a little piece of yellow that's a yep. uh, clue. Um, that's that's pretty neat. Yeah, I like doing all that sort of stuff. Um, but, yeah, I mean, ultimately, I really like Batman. Uh, it probably won't be my favorite game of the year, but it'll be up there. It'll definitely be in my top five. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. I'm having, I don't want to say a gaming funk, but I'm having like a, a, a more in-depth gaming funk yeah. where I don't really want to get into anything I right can now. I see that. I don't know why either. Well, it's probably because of The Witcher was a really long in-depth game that you had to you had to sink some time into yeah i mean batman you're looking at at least even if you're doing just the story probably 20 25 hours it probably took me 35 that just sounds terrible right now (laughs) i just want to go home and play rocket league or heroes of the storm yeah yeah you know i understand that um that sounds a lot more appealing right now to me than than you know plugging away for 20 30 hours yeah i mean and a lot of the games i played this year like bloodborne are long, Witcher, are long games, Batman. Yeah, they have they have all been long games, so maybe that's why. Could be. I don't know. You're getting uh, long game fatigue. I am getting fatigue. I really am. Yeah, but okay. I mean, I, like you said, Dan, I like 
I do like Batman so far. I think it's just kind of the the mood I've been in. Yeah, with the wrong, gaming wrong time. Wrong timing. Um, and I think yeah, I really would like to avoid reading stuff about games before these games come out. Mm-hmm. It's it's too hard not to. But yeah. man, it really can influence the way you think about stuff going in. Yeah, the more you read about it, because because yep. now I'm like looking for the Batmobile to piss me off. Oh, I can. You see know what that. I mean? Yeah. And I don't want to do that. Yeah. But it's hard not to. Yeah. Yeah, see, I kind of read a lot of that stuff. I mean, I read a little bit of the reviews, but I kind of more read that stuff after I had already played the game, uh, which I think helped because, it, like I said, it never it never, never bothered me at all. Um, as that, that beginning thing, like you said, I, I could see people getting frustrated with that because it does, like, you have to use every little thing that the Batmobile does mm-hmm. in that one little section. And yep. it does feel like they're they're forcing forcing it on you, um, but it does. Like I said, it kind of it kind of balances out after that. So I might even be having a little Batman game fatigue. Maybe because I love the first two. Yeah, City and Asylum. Uh, God, Asylum was one of my favorite games. Mm-hmm. It, I think I don't know if it was last time we did our top ten, but it was on my top ten list at some point. Right. Um, I just don't know if I need it anymore, Batman. Yeah. So I could see that. That could be part of it too. Yeah, combat's still fucking great though. It is good. The hand to hand stuff. Oh yeah. man, is that good? It's very good. I um, didn't need any more Batman. <laughs> have you had any Batman? Yeah, I played the uh, the first one for about fifteen minutes. Arkham Asylum. You didn't care for yeah. it, huh? I liked it. I appreciated it for what it was, but it's not my kind of game. Fair enough. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. action adventure games—they just don't do it for me. I gotcha. Um, but yeah, for me, uh, I would say it's an easy console recommend. Yeah. Wait on PC. I haven't heard anything about, uh, I've heard some issues are fixed, but I haven't, they, I don't think they've re-released on Steam That yet. whole thing is so funny because, uh, Giant Bomb, the two guys that played it on PC on there both didn't have any problems. You know what I heard? That people who, who put the game on solid state drives didn't have the trouble with, oh. uh, as people, because one of the ma- main issues with the game was the way it streamed data from from the hard drive or whatever to the graphics card, and that's where a lot of people were getting like slow down and stuttering issues. Um, a lot of people that uh, just play on solid state drives, which they probably do, mm-hmm. didn't have the same issues. I mean, Fair it enough. still didn't run great, but it ran well enough to have an enjoyable experience. I hate computers. <laughs> well, I mean, they. Uh, there was an article, what, I think it was within the last week that uh, WB knew about all the problems yeah. with the PC port, and they just put it out anyway. That they've known, okay. like, for months? They've known for months that it was a disaster. So I hope not, but they probably did. Yeah, well, WB is the new, Ubisoft is the new EA. So They definitely did. Uh, Patrick Klepek had that. Yep. Kotaku article. Yep, that's what it was. Oh, like it was a confirmed was. thing? That- yeah. Yeah, one, well, at least from his sources, who uh, one of the guys I know worked in QA, Quality Assurance, for Warner Brothers, and said, you know, we, we'd been telling Warner Brothers about these bugs for months, but they were just prioritizing the console version. Yeah. And at one point, the team of about 100 QA testers was made up of 90% people working on the console version mm-hmm. and just 10%. They said they literally sent thousands of bugs uh, on the PC version to be fixed, and they were just ignored. So. It makes me want to chuckle a little bit because of all the people that are always clamoring about the PC Master Race. Hmm. Yeah. 
but that's just me being bitter. Well, what's funny about that, though, too, is in that same respect, there are so many threads on how to get the game working. Yeah. You know, like, all these hacks and stuff you can do that the PC Master Race has, quote-unquote, has, like, figured out and showed you what INI configuration settings to edit. and. Yeah, but fuck that. No, I, I totally agree with you. You shouldn't have to do that. It's yeah, that's, that's pretty shitty on WB's part. Mm-hmm. Pretty yeah. shitty stuff there. Yeah, because I, I mean, I, t- I think I talked about this like two weeks ago when it when it first came out. Yeah. If they had just waited, you know, waited to give it two months to patch all the bugs, I think people would have been fine with it, you know. Yeah, Rather we, we than, did have this conversation last week, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, give give people the graphics options that they wanted. Uh, don't lock it at thirty frames per second because that's automatically going to piss PC gamers off. Um, and don't set your spec recommendations for 30 frames per second either. That's another thing that they shouldn't do. Wait two months, put it out, you know, before the before the fall games start coming out. I think people would have been fine with it, you know? Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Kind of unrelated. I don't know if I talked about this last week, but when I was getting my Fallout 3 up to snuff on my PC with all the mods and stuff, I actually downloaded a program that let me edit the executable file mm-hmm. to allow the game to use all four cores of my cpu versus, nice. i guess normally it just uses two i thought it you normally used one it could be one i think it was one it could be yeah but uh it's just ridiculous that you know i never even considered that that was something you could do yeah and but it, at the same rate like people make it so seamless you know if, if you know what you're doing you just have this program you yeah right click on the executable file you go into the settings for it and yeah. change the setting and you're done yeah well i mean it, and getting a lot of older games to run too i've had to like tinker with ini files and you know uh republic commando is one one specific example you've got a you've got to tinker a little bit to and not just get it running but look, have it look decent you know because mm-hmm. i could run it at like 640 or uh 680 by 240 or whatever whatever the lowest resolution is and it looks like crap but you know you want it 1080 so yeah. you, t- you, take you paid all that money, money for that ballin pc yeah i don't know take advantage of it i still can't get it to stream though that's why i want to stream that game i want to start streaming star wars games but it's just obs won't pick it up at all <laughs> really yeah I've tried. Tried OBS's everything. OBS's fault? OBS's fault, yep. That's surprising. Yeah. Once I figured that, it, granted it took me a while to figure it out, but once I figured out that program, I haven't had an issue with it. Yeah. It's it's a lot better than XSplit. Yeah, That's no kidding. Sure. And it's free. So. Yep. Alright, I don't think I have anything else I wanted to mention about Batman. Too much spoilers, so- huh? Yeah, oh yeah, the, I should say again, I should reiterate that some of my favorite parts of the game are the story parts, which I, I can't even like, even like an early story thing can't that happens, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it because yeah. I hate hearing spoilers myself. It pisses me off. Um, so Especially I, I for a game like that. Yeah, exactly. It's important. Uh, it's but probably you know, got Bat- some twists Batman's and turns. Huge, and, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I, I'm excited to talk to you about it when we actually like, when yeah. you get there. Um. I'll try my best. Okay, to get there. That soon. was that was my question about the game. Is that mm-hmm. like all the good established things that make Batman so great? Aside, is the story the thing that really elevates it to the next level in in the third game? I think so. I think the story is really good. Um, there's a sp- 
There's especially this one part of the of the story that makes it super interesting for me. Mm-hmm. And once again, I don't want to spoil it, but yes. Yeah, no, 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 don't. Um, I guess, yeah, that kind of ties into my next question. Like, mm-hmm. is there a reason for me to play this if, you know, I just appreciated the other ones but really had no interest in playing them? No, nah, I don't think you'd like it very much. Okay. I don't know that you would get far enough to in the game to see the interesting... Yeah. <laughs> interesting psychological things going on with the game there's not enough hearthstone in it <laughs> right hearthstone not enough hero not enough blizzard period hearthstone or gwent not enough blizzard well, even, yeah on. i was just gonna say even the witcher has gwent and i can't get through that yeah i couldn't play i couldn't play any gwent either i never never got into it i mistakenly got into a gwent game on accident and quit immediately yeah i had no interest in that <laughs> not interested I didn't want to add on to my already like eighty-two hours that I had played the game. You know, I didn't didn't feel that was necessary. So, okay, well, we'll take a quick break and be back in just a moment with Nibble Bits right after this. Welcome back, everybody. To episode two hundred seven of Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in Nibble Bits. Corey, take us away. Ooh, Minecon was this past week. You guys know Minecon? Oh yeah, yeah, kind of. Oh yeah. Uh, they announced the Minecraft Windows 10 edition. It is a new game, and it will work on Windows 10 PCs and Windows 10 tablets. Uh, one of the things that I think is cool is that you can switch your input on the fly, which I guess is good for a Windows 10 device, because it's, uh, the, specifically the tablets, you know, it's kind of one of those things that switches on the fly. Yeah. Depending on where you are, what you're doing. Um, so controller, touch, mouse, and keyboard... Um, all viable options with uh, Minecraft Windows 10 Edition. That's awesome. This is in beta July 29th, which is nice because you can Windows 10 comes out at the end of this month. Same day. Yeah, July 29th. Same day. It, I mean, it's going to roll out go. in waves, so some people will have it then. Some people will have to wait probably a few days or a few weeks. But C- Current Minecraft owners will get it for free, which is a good gesture from, from Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, and if you do not, it will be $10. Nice. Otherwise. Nothing wrong with that. I'm probably going to end up getting into Minecraft because I think we're going to get my son Minecraft for Christmas this year. Ooh, he's yeah. get, he's getting to that age where he's going to start. I'll be, play some Minecraft with be, Max. Be interested in that stuff. So. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing of all time. He's going to be. He'll be almost five God. around Christmas. Yeah, and so. he'll be telling us what to do. He'll be telling us how to play. He's already so. a better Minecrafter than I am. <laughs> so, I will get into Minecraft at some point, just based on that. I have it on. Numerous, numerous devices. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever bought a Minecraft on anything. I bought, I've bought enough for all of us. Nice. Me and Will both. That's right. Because you so, had it for the 360 and the Xbox One. and Yeah, so if I have it on the Xbox One, do I, will I get this new thing for free? Is that what you said? Maybe. Or is it just PC version? I think it's PC version, but okay. I, I don't know. Fair enough. You never know don't what kind of cross. Me. I'm always willing to drop another 10 bucks on Minecraft. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's good. And then um, details regarding the Minecraft story mode game, which I knew nothing about. So it's a telltale game, but it's uh, it's got its own narrative in the Minecraft universe. I pulled the synopsis for you guys. You ready? Ready. Jesse and his group of friends revere the legendary Order of the Stone, four adventurers who slayed an ender dragon. The Orders are the very best at what they do. Warrior, redstone, engineer, griefer, and architect. While at Endercon, Jesse and his friends discover that something is wrong, something dreadful. Terror is unleashed, and they must 
set out on a journey to find the Order of the Stone if they are to save their world from oblivion. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I had heard this is more for children. Did you get that Uh, impression? I didn't get that vibe. Yeah, I've I've heard this is for, like, for 10-year-olds who play Minecraft all the time. I believe it. What got me was the cast. Uh, Patton Oswalt headlining. Patton okay. Oswalt, I'm, I'm a fan. I like yes. Patton Oswalt too. That's a, that's a good thing. Uh, I could see the game being very humorous for sure. Uh, Brian Posehn. Oh yeah. Also in there. Yeah. Scott Porter, who I didn't recognize, but he's done a lot of voices in video games. Speaking of Arkham Knight, he did Nightwing. Oh. He's the voice of Nightwing. Gotcha. Uh, Martha Plimpton, another name I wasn't familiar with. She's a big TV actress. She was in Raising Hope. Uh, mm-hmm. And as far as I know, this is her first video game. Huh. Uh, and Dave Fenoy, who's another video game voice actor, he did Lucius Fox uh-huh. in Arkham Knight. And Corey Feldman, who who we all know. Yeah. Uh, Billy West. <laughs> you got to have Billy West in in a video game. And uh, Paul Rubens, Pee Wee himself. Oh, cool. So it's a pretty good voice cast. Yeah, definitely. And I can I can imagine the game just being a lot of fun to yeah. play. Yeah. Um, a lot of these Telltale games are are a little bit serious and dark. S- yeah, serious or in the case of Borderlands, silly but still adult silly, adult <laughs> in ma- in material. So yeah, I could see this being a, a fun a fun Telltale game to get into. Uh-huh. Any interest in either of those, Dan? I know you mentioned you might pick up Windows Ten Edition. I'll but... definitely be getting Minecraft at some point. I uh, no, not on the Minecraft Story Edition. I mean, I don't. I I never really played it, so yeah. Like I said, I really, I really got the impression it was more geared towards the young, younger folk. Sure. I mean, I've only got. I, I I sound like a broken record, but I've only got one, maybe two Telltale games in me. Yeah. At a time, and I really love The Walking Dead quite a bit, um, and I really enjoyed the Game of Thrones one, so that will probably be it for mm-hmm. me. I'm gonna do the Borderlands one when it's all all out I hear that's good yeah i heard the third part especially was mm-hmm. was really good so and i i like the borderlands universe so once i i can't wait like three months between those because i forget what happens yep. so yeah i think that's well, the right way to do it yeah once it all comes out i'll i'll buy Definitely. it Definitely. no interest here cory yeah yeah it, not in not, the not telltale really for one. me nor nor me uh, and my last little bit of info, Path of Exile's Awakening expansion has a release date. It will come out in approximately two days from now, July 10th at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, we'll add, it'll add a whole new act to the game, Act 4. I guess that I assume that takes place after the first three acts. I bet you it does. <laughs> <laughs> I was stupid. It, <laughs> it also will have some new skills, items, and uh, some rebalancing tweaks. Will and I said that we keep saying we want to play Path of Exile, but we've been waiting for this expansion, which was originally supposed to drop in June, but uh, is now coming out in just a couple of days. So Now you have to put your money where your mouth is. Yes, it. maybe. Uh, I, too, Eric, you mentioned it in our last segment, but I'm, I'm kind of in a, a mood where I just have no interest in getting into a video game, and I, I just want yeah. in and out. You know? Like Quick that's, I think that's Right. Like Hearthstone, I'll do my dailies, and that's pretty much... The only thing, the only video game that like calls my name constantly. Everything else is just like I'll look at it and be like, nah, I don't really want to play that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that's 
And I'm even like, I think I'm even going to buy Titanfall again on Xbox. The, the deluxe version is like 12 bucks right now because they're having their big sale. Yeah. I'm like, I, I enjoyed what I played of it um, through EA Access last week when it was free. But like, I'm just, I don't have the fortitude right now to get into anything. I just yep. need something simple and fun to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my lady friend is going on a one-week vacation at the beginning of August. So that might be Ooh. Witcher time. See no. If knuckle down and... No. You know what time that is? I'm going to tell you right now. You shouldn't force yourself to play it, too, if you don't like it, you know? No, no, no. That might be the time to figure out if you don't like it, but... Corey, (laughs) you need to get with Will, and you need to get with me, and you need to play Bloodborne that week. Yeah. Borrow a PS4 from Will and borrow my Bloodborne. Bloodborne is really good. Yeah, I think I'd way rather play Bloodborne over The Witcher 3 Yeah, at this point, anyway. It's time for that to happen. Oh boy! See, that'll be be good week. I might yeah. take a day off of work. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's yeah. a good one. <laughs> the simple pleasures. That's gotta happen. <laughs> I also want to watch like a, a trilogy of movies I've never watched before, or something. You know? Um. Jeez, oh, I don't. You've probably watched The Godfather, right? Yeah. I've seen I've seen a, a lot of movies. Yeah, I was gonna so say. If anybody has any obscure like trilogy recommendations? Send them my way because I'd, I'd be curious to watch them. Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> I've seen. Uh, I've seen two of those. Yeah. Two? How many are there? Three. They stopped making them, didn't they? Voyage of the Dawn Treader wasn't very good. Oh. First two were good. What was the? I read two of the books. The first one and the one. Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobes, book number two. Oh, then I read the second one and Prince Caspian. Prince Caspian, yeah, yeah. I think I like Prince Caspian a lot more. Yeah, they're all good. Yeah, it's good stuff. Anyway, that's all my nibble bits. Okay. What do you got, Eric? I got three, Dan. All right. Uh, new Rayman is announced. Uh, Rayman Adventures. I thought for sure Dan would be pumped, <laughs> and then today I read <laughs> it's a platformer for smartphones and tablets. Uh, the trailer actually looks really good, Dan. Did you watch it? No, I, I've heard. I've, everyone says it looks really good. It, it looks does. like Rayman yeah, Legends. It does. Uh, I guess the the object, uh, you're going through an enchanted forest and you're uh, collecting eggs. Mm-hmm. So it does, though. It looks just like a Rayman game. It looks like it'd be pretty fun on a tablet. So maybe you will like it. Maybe. Uh, I Although you were into the co-op aspect. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, it, if they put it out, like, even if it is, like, a simplified Rayman um, and they put it on consoles for, like, 10 bucks, I would probably buy it, you know. Yeah. Or co- uh, PC or Wii U, I guess. Right. You know. Or so, even 3DS. We'll see what happens with that. It does look good, though, for you mobile gamers. Yeah. Um, Ark Survival Evolved has hit a million copies or sales yeah a million sales in early access mm-hmm. um i know that idaho jake was contemplating buying it mm-hmm. uh, i think he's in the chat mm-hmm. i don't know if he did buy it or not um, i think he did buy it he did buy it i'm wondering if he had a chance to play it jake if you're if you're in there let us know um it's a game i'm really interested in it's getting pretty good reviews mm-hmm. i know one of my buddies watches it quite a bit on twitch watches yeah. people play it yeah one of the one of the twitch streaming duos that i watch the most that's mostly what they play is is arkham or arc yeah 
Nice. And they're enjoying it. Oh, yeah. Hundreds of hours mm. into it. I'm going to end up getting it. <laughs> I'm going to get it, too. I just don't have any money right yeah. now. So that's pretty good. Hopefully that's uh, one early access game that is not going to let everybody down. That, that that seems to be updated pretty frequently. Yeah. And I know they just released the um, Unreal 4 de- uh, mod support for okay. it. So That's supposed to be coming to consoles, too. Yeah. So yep. I wonder when that will happen. I don't know. And my last and my most favorite nibble bit. Journey is finally coming to PS4 on July 21st. If you have never played Journey, if you were a Xbox gamer and you jumped over to P- uh, PlayStation this this uh, generation mm-hmm. and you have missed out on Journey, please do yourself a favor and play that because it's fucking amazing. Yeah. I had it in my top three. Was it number two for me? I don't recall. Two or three on my top ten games ever. Yeah. So... Um, just, just get lost in it. Mm-hmm. It's such a fucking good game. Play it in one sitting. Yes. And also if you did have it on PS3 and you have a PS4 now, it's cross by, so you do not have to buy it again. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'll probably play it again. Mm-hmm. And it's a quick playthrough. Yeah. What? Three hours? Yeah. Three hours. Play it in one sitting. It, it, you, you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't play that in one sitting. Right. So great. Great to hear there. All right. That's it. All right, my nibble bits. I'm not sure if we covered this last week, but there have been some rumors floating around that Nintendo NX will begin manufacturing this October for a release in July 2016. The report from Digitimes also said Nintendo is expecting to ship 20 million consoles in its first year. Oof. Yeah, that's high hopes. So, Oof. just rumors. I don't think we. I think we talked about the manufacturing. I don't think we talked about the potential release date or amounts. Apparently, Nintendo's been working with Foxconn, who is the producer of their consoles. So, we'll see. I mean, <laughs> I need more info. I want, I yeah. want info. I want to know. I want to know what Nintendo's got cooking. Definitely interested. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, we're always interested in what Nintendo's got going yeah, whether, on. Yeah. Whether athletes, whether we hate it or love it, we're still interested in whatever <laughs> yeah. they're doing. Bunch of pricks. Yep. Uh, not long after Bandai Namco announced Tales of Zestria would release on Steam, they announced that an HD remake of Tales of Symphonia would also be coming to PC, which is fantastic. Wow, I like that. Yeah. Um, I actually was vaguely aware that Tales of Zestria was coming out on Steam, but I added it to my wish list. I think it's supposed to come out in the fall. Because um, I really loved Tales of Symphonia. It was an awesome game. Yeah. So, Would you go back and play it again? Oh, yeah. Who who are you talking to? I go back and play games I all just, the time. I don't I don't know I don't know like I, I whenever I try and do that and go back and play a game that I gave time when it came out like I just play it for a little bit and I've fulfilled my yeah desire to play it like oh. Fallout I spent all that time getting all those mod Fallout three all that time getting all those mods up and running probably half a day like four or five hours oh. and uh, played it for like an hour. And you're like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> See, my problem is that I don't rem- I won't remember. Like, it'll be like experiencing a new game for me. A lot of it, you know. Did it hold? Did it not hold up, Corey? Or what was the? No, it. it I mean, it held up even better because I had all the mods on it. Oh, so, yeah. like, everything looked sharp. It was just, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's, I think it was just because of my excitement on for Fallout Four. Like, I wanted to rejoin the fallout universe but then you replay all that stuff that you've already seen and played before and it's not as exciting yeah 
I can see that. Yeah, because, I mean, Fallout 4 would be a huge upgrade from Fallout 3. I mean, this is a little different situation with Tales of Symphonia. I played it once, like, yeah, and even six, that, that's like six a, or seven years ago. That's a linear RPG. I mean... Yeah, but I, I also don't... Rem- I won't remember most of what happened in it. You know, I have vague recollections of some of the details and stuff, but... Yeah. Was that the one with the... Uh, what's the word? The visual poetry? Oh, no, I'm thinking of... Um... Uh, what was that RPG that launched with the Xbox 360? Japanese one. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? No. Not Jade Empire. Was it Jade Empire? Jade Empire was like the martial arts RPG by Bioware. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll think of it later. Yeah. Uh, Fallout Shelter is expected to be available on Android sometime in August. No more to say about that. The second Star Wars spinoff movie has been announced and will feature the origin story of Han Solo. Uh, Taken from the Star Wars website, quote, the story focuses on how young Han Solo becomes a smuggler or became a smuggler, thief, and scoundrel whom Luke Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi first encountered in the cantina on Mos Eisley, end quote. There is no title for the movie yet, but a release date of May 25th, 2018, and will be directed by Christopher Miller and Phil Lord, who also did 21 Jump Street and the Lego movie. Hmm. So there's that. I saw in the comments on that that someone said Troy Baker should be oh, um, boy. Troy Baker should be young Han Solo. <laughs> Troy Baker is everywhere. Troy Baker is everywhere. Yeah. Yes, he is. Just so. the default suggestion. Yeah. Although people weren't sure if he had done any screen acting or if it's just all been voice acting. And I don't know really the answer to that. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, was, right I was now. I was going to look it up, but I just never did. Uh, Eric's on it, though. Yes. All right. On to our weeks. Corey, how was your week? Good. I don't have much to talk about. I was home for the 4th of July annual uh, 4th of July party. Mm-hmm. Uh, drank a lot of beer, ate a lot of food. Weather was kind of iffy, yeah. but fortunately it held out, and it was, uh, it was good to see everybody. It was a lighter crowd than usual. Mm-hmm. But uh, that didn't that didn't stop us from drinking beer and lighting fireworks. So uh, it was a successful Fourth of July in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Also, Dragon Ball is back, Dan. I heard. I, I watched heard. the first episode. How was it? It's uh, it was good. I mean, as good as uh, fan translation of Japanese anime can be, because uh, that's all that's out there right now. Gotcha. Um, which I don't even know is that legal. I don't know. I don't know. It's I don't know. One of those things, probably where yeah, I would I would say watching probably not. Yeah, but but anyway, I watched it. It's really interesting. It takes place after the Majin Buu saga, uh-huh. which I never watched. I never uh, ended up getting that far. I don't know that they had all those. Did they have all those when we were into it? Yeah. No, not when we were into it. That okay. was later. It was after. But they they definitely came to the west at some right. point. Uh, but it was, yeah, after we watched, I think uh, the furthest I, I got was cell saga. Yep. Cell. Yeah. Um, that's about when I stopped and I don't know, I think there was, I think Majin Buu was right after that. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, the world's kind of settled down and Goku's a farmer. Uh, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting just to see all those characters yeah. like, living normal normal lives I bet. but uh nothing really too crazy happened goku wants to go training and that's pretty much the gist of the episode uh-huh. 
But uh, <laughs> they're going to go back to a whole episode of nothing happening. I'm still, I really hope not. I'm still so <laughs> mad at you guys for wanting to watch fucking Dragon Ball Z instead of going to play hockey. <laughs> Eric, we always, yeah, what? No it was on, it was on it wasn't on, on at like four. Every it was day, every right, right after school, yeah. and I used to have to wait for you guys to watch that before we could go play hockey. <laughs> yep, God so damn good. it! It was so good. I looked forward to every. It was like it was like a soap opera for us. Oh yeah, you had to watch it every day because if you missed one, forget about it. <laughs> Even though nothing really happened in a lot of the episodes, <laughs> they spent an, an entire episode charging a spirit ball, charging a power. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I watched that uh, Knights of Sidonia, the anime I recommended last year uh, on Netflix. Season two, right? Season two is is out, and I watched the first episode of that. Uh, that's still really good. I'm trying to watch it. Last season I watched the English, uh, but now I'm watching Japanese with English subtitles. Uh-huh. And I always find that the Japanese voice acting is way better. Cool. Uh, even though you can't understand what they're saying. I think it just... I don't know. It, it brings out the characters a lot more. Yeah, I never mind watching things with subtitles anyway. No, not at all. I, like it's not. I'd never want to see something. Well, it's hard to explain. If if I can't devote my attention to something, then I can't. Right. Obviously, I can't watch something with subtitles. Right. And a lot of times that's the case. Like I'm distract. I'm doing two things at once, so I can't. Oh, I can't do that anyway. Subtitles. Yeah. So I have to sit down and dedicate a solid chunk to to watching these things but i think they're better for it but i I still recommend that it's it's really good it's the gist of it is that they're on a generation ship trying to save um humanity essentially yeah i am i am gonna watch that it's on my netflix list but once again i can't i can't like i have to watch it or i have to do something else like i'm not multitasking yeah 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 good at that so but that was i mean i've just been running around we're house sitting for three weeks wow Oh my god! For my girlfriend's aunt, they have the weirdest dog in the world. What kind of dog is it? I don't know. Don't know. Stupid. What's What's no, weird about it? It's a good dog. It's never excited about anything. Um, and it's my kind I've of dog. Catch, I say it sounds like me. I've played fetch with it three times, and all three times, I threw the ball twice. He retrieves it and drops it. Uh, behind a tree on the opposite end of where I'm standing. I like it. The, the third time I throw the ball, he doesn't go after it. And that's it. He's done. Every time that happens. Every time. And it's weird because I can stand on one side of the tree and he'll throw it and retrieve it and drop it on the opposite end of the tree from where I am. And then I'll switch sides and he'll go and drop it on the other side of the tree. It's bizarre. He's making you go get it too. He's brilliant is what he is. I, I don't know what his deal is. And then he spent... He's he's done it. We've been there three nights. All three nights at about eight p.m., he gets real randy and just humps anything, <laughs> which is fine. You know, like I'll shoo him away, put him in his crate, put him outside, but he'll just continue to hump the thing for easily twenty minutes. Wow, he's a fucking steed. Twenty <laughs> minutes. Yeah, I, I kid you not. I'm not exaggerating. Like he. I looked out the window at one point and he was just kind of doing his thing. No little red rocket or anything, just going through the motions. I assume he's been snipped. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, this is our first red out- rocket mentioned, by the way, in four years. <laughs> <laughs> I looked out the window 20 minutes later. He's still humping the chair outside, like looking at me. And I'm like, dude, keep it, pull it together, man. He's like, check me out, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> 
Look at this stamina. Yeah, it's it's the weirdest dog I've ever met in my life. Nice. And he, he can't eat anything except a very specific kind of dog food. So he eats that and ice cubes. Wow. He's like a little human. Yeah. Yeah, a fucking weird one, though. I'm wondering if part of the problem is his routines are so messed up. And maybe that's the routine. Like, the owner comes home and throws the ball three times, and then that's it. Yeah, you know? could be. Yeah, he so, might just be freaked out. Like, do they go away a lot or no? Not that I know of. Yeah, he could just be freaked out. Yeah, and they're gone for three weeks, so I kind of feel bad for the dog. But yeah. my girlfriend's a good, she's a, she's a dog lover, and uh, yeah. I could never harm another living being. Yeah. So I have a lot of empathy towards animals just for that reason. Yeah, I yeah. would rather harm a human than a dog, personally. Yeah, me too, most, most cases. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jay Pacetti in the chat says the trick is to throw the ball directly at the dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's making you fetch it, is what he's doing. And then when he realizes that you're not understanding, that's when he gives up. He's like, yeah, well, this, he's this like, guy's an idiot. This, this stupid human can't play this game. <laughs> uh, sorry, Riz is cracking me up in the chat. <laughs> he said... Corey talks about the dog humping a chair. Eric says that reminds him of humans. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, God. All right. What else you got, Corey? Nothing. All right. What do you got, Eric? Oh, God, I've been away for two weeks. Um, I was away down in Virginia. Uh, we opened up a new store with the company that I work for. Um, in Alexandria, Virginia. So they do store openings where they, they, you know, get help from other stores, from experienced people and stuff like that. Um, put you up in a hotel. So I was down there for just about a week. I stayed an extra day because I have a buddy that lives down there. Um, Jeff, who I've always talked about, I play FIFA with, he lives in Alexandria. Um, I fucking love that place so much. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend going there for a vacation. Um, it's a real historical place, really close to D.C. Yeah, too. Say outside um, of DC. You could spend a whole day in Alexandria itself, too, though. Um, Old Town is a really, really nice area. Um, I think the park I went to is called Founders Park. Beautiful. It's right along the Potomac River. Um, so many different places to eat. Uh, just so beautiful down there. Um, a lot of old houses. Um, but, yeah, so I was down there, had a good time. Um, the one thing that sucks, though, is that they always pair you up with a roommate. And my roommate was really fucking weird, which sucked. Yeah. Uh, so I tried to stay out of my hotel room as much as I possibly could. Um, but other than that, it was it was a good time. I'm really looking forward to moving down there. I have an interview in a couple weeks. so. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Other than that, oh, pff, I would be remiss if I did not congratulate the U.S. women's yes. soccer team on the World Cup victory. Uh, round of applause worthy, gentlemen. Well done. Yeah. That is their third World Cup. I think it's been 16 years since yeah, they won. Yeah, first since 1999. I yeah. Read. Um, but, man, they really played a great game. Uh, hat trick in the first 15 minutes. Um, man, Carly Lloyd, I think it was, that scored the hat trick. She scored one from half field, which was incredible. Not yeah. not the goal itself, but the presence of mind. She had a touch past the defender that I thought was more impressive, to get it past the defender and then to look up and see how far out the goalie was and to just hit it yeah. from half field. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, I don't know. I, I had a really good couple of weeks off. A nice, I wouldn't say vacation in Virginia, but I love that area so much. I went down and looked at one of the areas, Charlottesville, that I might be moving to. Didn't necessarily care for the city too much, but I liked the outskirts where it was more country. Uh-huh. Um, that was really nice. A lot of cool horse stables and shit like that. Um, but yeah. I think the rest of the stuff I want to talk about... Oh, no, Corey, there was one other thing. What was that documentary called on Netflix about the girls that want to be porn stars? Hot Girls Wanted. Hot Girls Wanted. Corey had mentioned that he watched that. So I watched it with my fiance. Man, is that fucking disturbing. Yeah. Holy shit. Like, I felt dirty afterwards. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I wouldn't want to watch that, I don't think. It was... It's weird, man. Yeah. You feel bad for these girls, but at the same time, like, you don't... I don't know. Yeah. I feel like you kind of know what you're getting into. Maybe they don't. Maybe they're being taken advantage of. But it didn't seem like they were. No, and that's the thing. Like, I think nobody's forcing them to be there. Um, and I think they go in with aspirations that most of them won't attain. And it's like anything else. You just give up after a while. Yeah. Like, you know? after a short while. Yeah. But, I don't know. I, it's not for... Uh, it's not a, a fun watch, so don't watch it if you're looking for something fun to watch. Yeah, it's, it's, See, that, usually when I want to watch something, it's something it's disturbing, fun. and I yeah. can imagine like if I had a daughter, I'd be like, I'm ne- not going to watch <laughs> I this. Don't want to know. No. Yeah. So I don't know if I would recommend it. I guess if you're interested in like some uh, amateur porn uh, background and what goes on with that, then maybe you want to watch it. But uh, wasn't for me, I guess. Right. Um. Yeah, I think other than that, everything else is for for later on. Uh-huh. What I played, a little No Man's Sky talk later. Yep. Oh, I never got a chance to watch that video. Shit. I read a little bit about it though. Corey, goddamn it! That was Dan was so excited to see what you thought about it. He's I mentioned suppose. it to me three times since I got here. Why don't you well, watch maybe it? Maybe you should mention it to me more than once. Oh my god. You're right. You need to say, Corey, please watch this video so we can discuss it. Watch it now. Anyway, yeah. call it up in the in the thing. We're not gonna be talking too much games. Just put it on the. It's, uh, it's on IGN. All right, all right. Uh, my week. Uh, same as Corey. Fourth of July. Um, they're definitely not for me as fun as they used to be. Um, because a lot of it is work, chasing around children and making sure they're fed and not hurting themselves and that sort of stuff. So, um, I'm always exhausted at the end of a, a day like that. And then the next day we had a, a a barbecue at our neighbor's house with some of the other families around the area. And I tried, which Eric had talked about on the 4th of July root beer beer. Yeah. It's called not your father's root beer, not your father's root beer. Yep. Uh, one of my neighbors had, had bought some, so, uh, I tried it, and it was fantastic. It tasted exactly like root beer. Uh, very little. There was no. I didn't get a t- any like alcohol taste. Did you, Eric? Very little. Um, Eric talked about like at the at the end of the the taste. It tastes a little bit like uh, for me. For me, it tasted like diet root beer. A little bit the aftertaste. Yeah, something um, weird. Like a diet taste, but but other than that, like it tastes exactly like root beer, and it's fantastic. If you're, I don't know if that's a local thing or not, but uh, I don't think so. Yeah, 
definitely get some of that. It's really. I was at a good. bar last night and they were selling it. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I'm, I wonder if it's like just a new thing. Yeah, I think it is a new thing. So. I believe it is. It's one of those things that's going to take off like wildfire. It's though. got six percent alcohol. Yeah, it'll sneak up on you. It's not one you'd want to sit there and get drunk off of, though, is it? I probably could. Too sweet, no? I mean, I've never had it, so I don't know. No, I'm asking. I thought it was, it, was, it was all right. I I could probably get hammed on it. Especially if you're not paying attention, if you're like... Drinking a Mike's drinking Hard it. Lemonade. No, it's not that it's, sweet. It's not, no. Smirnoff? No. 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 Have you not had it, Corey? No. No, it's it's not that sweet. Yeah. It tastes like unsweetened root beer. Oh, okay. That no, sounds it's got, good it's got a little it's got a little sweetness to it, but not nothing over the top. So that's okay. all I had going on. I think. Yeah. Anyway. Uh what we played. Eric. Is it time for what we played, Dan? Yeah, what'd you play? Oh god, I played a couple of new things. Um I'll talk briefly about Freedom Wars just because I played uh-huh. it briefly. Um, like I said, I went to that Founders Park in Alexandria, took my Vita down there with me. Uh, Vita's really good, except for if you're in sunlight, you can't see a damn thing on the screen. I think that's most things, right? Yeah. That kind of sucks. So I had to sit in the shade, find a shaded area. Um, Freedom Wars is really cool. I didn't play too awful much of it, um, just because I had to you know, move around and I, actually, I had to go to work later, so I was trying to get back on time, but it's... Uh, I think you'd like it, Dan. It seems like it's got some Monster Hunter to it. Okay. And it's very much about, like, being under control of the government. Like, you get sentenced to, like, 100,000 years of service because you moved too much. Really? In your jail cell. Huh. Yeah, like, it's it's pretty funny how, how that works, but... uh uh, the combat's pretty fun. Um, there's a lot of stuff you can do with it, different weapons and things like that, grenades. Um, it's a pretty nice little game for a, for a handheld system. So I'd like to keep playing it. It's something I don't know when I ever will. I got it for dirt cheap. So mm-hmm. um, I, Did Will end up buying that, do you know? I don't think so. Shit. I think I know, forgot. I know there's a good multiplayer uh, portion to it, and you actually play for a city. I can't remember what it's called on there. They don't call it a city, but... Um, so I picked New York City because it was the closest one to where to where we live. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, that's who I play for on there, and that ties into the multiplayer somehow. I haven't played the multiplayer, so I'm not really sure. But I'm assuming you like rank up points. I don't know if it's anything like Planet Side or something like that. Right. But um, it's really fun little uh, Vita game if you have one. Um, what else did I play? Oh, I played Drive Club. The PS Plus edition finally has come out. Yeah. After much what, ado. Two years later. Almost two years. Year and a half, yeah. Yeah. I really like Drive Club. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm i not a racing game purist, so I don't... Pardon me if I don't know how well other games handle. Um, it handles pretty well, I feel like. I'm really bad at it. Mm-hmm. But the graphics, the dynamic weather is so fucking cool. Yeah. Like, just driving around in the rain and then it turns to, like, sleet. It's cool because the one match I did... Um, it started off like sunny weather and it just progressively got worse and worse. And like your wipers are going and it just looks so good. I haven't done photo mode yet, but, uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, the graphics are really good on it. I don't know. I've really enjoyed my time with it. Nice. Uh, it took forever to download. It's a big, 
big install. Oh, is it? Yeah. Like 50 gigabytes big or? 25. 25, okay. And my internet has been so shitty lately. Yeah. But I've seen a lot of people complaining that PSN has been really it's been, slow. Yeah, it's been in and out. Yeah. So I don't know. That could have had something to do with it. Um, but yeah, Drive Club. I mean, check it out. It's free right now on PS Plus. You might yeah. as well. It did take What did you do? What do you mean? Like, what did you do in it? Race. It's a racing game. Race. Like, other people? I did both, yeah. Huh. The, the, it's pretty limited for the plus edition for what you can do. You can only do one circuit, I think. It's in India, if I remember correctly. Um, but yeah, I did some online racing. I got my ass thoroughly kicked. It's tough, man, when you get behind. But I'm assuming a lot of those people have been playing it for a while, so they probably have the field on. Maybe have more cars unlocked and stuff yeah. like that. I'm mulling over buying the full edition for 25 bucks. I don't know. I can't decide if I want that or Forza Horizon 2. Mm-hmm. It's going to be one or the other. So, um, But yeah, definitely try it. it did, like I said, it took me some digging to find the PS Plus edition on, on the PSN store um, because I did it on my phone. So I don't know right. if it's quite as bad if you do it right from your PS4. Because um, the, the free edition just didn't pop up. It was like the regular drive club edition for 25 bucks. And I was like, shit, they didn't actually put it for free. They just put it on super sale. Yeah. And I was pissed, but, but then I did find it. So I uh, give it a whirl. What else did I play Dan? Oh, I bought smash brothers for three DS. Um, that's what I, w- I bought that when I went down to Virginia and it's really fun, man. I, the only thing that sucks is I was playing online and the, the hotel internet was so bad. Yeah. A lot of my matches were really choppy, which sucked, but it's Smash Brothers. I really liked it. It controlled well when the internet was running well. Yeah. I actually won a couple online matches, which was nice. I was surprised about that. As Pac-Man? Pac-Man, all the way. I think that's the the only character I used online. I tried a couple other characters offline that I don't often use. Maybe some of the Fire Emblem guys. I was using a lot of characters with swords. Um, like I, Shulk. Yeah, I like Little Mac a lot, mm-hmm. too. But, man, it's a bastard playing with him because his recovery is so bad. Right. He barely even has one. But, yeah, I know uh, Jay Pacetti in the chat was asking about um, 3DS Smash Brothers. It's really good. I definitely recommend it if you're a Smash Brothers fan. There's no reason not to get it if you have a 3DS. Um, all the new characters are out. Mm-hmm. I think I priced it out if you don't buy the bundles because I'm not interested in any of the me skins. Right. If you just buy the the characters, uh, Ryu, uh, Lucas. Mewtwo. Mewtwo. I didn't. I didn't include Mewtwo. Okay. But that's five bucks. Yeah. So if you buy Mewtwo and, and the three other characters and they come with maps, if you buy the characters, uh, right? Ryu does. It'll come out to like twenty six bucks. So, that's not uh-huh. bad, yeah. I guess. You know, you're getting a couple maps in there, too, so that's not too bad. Especially um, if you're a big fan of the series, you know. Yeah. It's, it's nothing. Have it on the go. And, oh, I did want to talk more about Heroes of Storm. Mm-hmm. I'll keep it as brief as I can. Um, new hero came out, the Butcher from the Diablo series. The Butcher is awesome. He's a melee assassin, which is not something I've really played. There's only, I think, only one other melee assassin in the game, Thrall. Car- Kerrigan? Thrall. Is oh, Kerr- she's melee too, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're As right. I played like one one or two matches as Kerrigan. Yeah. Um, I don't often... I like to stay back and yeah. use ranged assassins, but the Butcher is overpowered in my opinion. He doles out a lot of damage, and he's got a really good heal that he uh-huh. does himself. 
Um, so he's he's tough to kill, and he will kill you awfully quickly. Um, so teams need to definitely focus the butcher when he's around. Um, but he's really fun. It's hard though because he's such a big character that you you feel like you should be the tank, but you're not because right. you're an assassin. You're kind of yeah. squishy. Luckily, you have the heal, but it, it's hard not to just dive in there because he's so big. Mm-hmm. You feel like you can take the damage. Um, but more importantly, the new map came out, which is a Diablo-themed map. Uh, half is heaven, half is hell. And the the mechanic for this map is there's a timer that runs down, and heaven and hell, each side has a god that pops up, and they fight each other. So... What ends up happening is, is basically a big team fight will break out in the middle, and you have to protect your god and also attack their god, and whichever team kills the other god first, then their own god will go and attack the other team's forts and things of that nature, and depending on how low your health is, he'll start with full health, and whatever health he had left will then equate to a shield. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you can keep full health, you're going to have a full shield followed by a full health bar, and it can do a lot of damage. And help you push. Yeah, and the map is gorgeous, and it's really big, and it's it's easily my favorite map, and I know that Will said the same thing when uh-huh. I played with him. Um, so fucking good. I love that game so much. It's so fun when you're playing well. I actually got yeah. to play with Tito this week. Nice. That was a good time. Um, Tito and I played, we played some Hero League. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm down to rank 40 now. Nice. So, yeah, we we did well. I think we played three games together. Uh, I think we won two and lost one. We got our asses kicked in one of the games. Uh, Tito and my buddy Alex played. Um, but, yeah, we, we had a nice win there the last game. It was a good time. So, um, I think other than that, oh, I did want to mention I got new hard drives for my consoles. Mm-hmm. I forgot to mention that. I got uh, one for each, the Xbox One and the PS4. If you're interested in what I got when you're going to upgrade, just let us know. Yeah. Um, and I will. Oh, what do you remember? What I got Western Digital. Western Digital, yeah, two terabyte for the two terabyte for the Xbox One external. The external one. Did you get two terabyte for the external one? Yes. Okay. Yeah. My passport, passport is that. Yeah. Yeah. Passport. Western Digital passport. Two terabyte. Um, that was suggested by a lot of people, including Dan. Um, so that's, that's the one I, I had bookmarked for. That's the one I'm going to get for for my Wii U. Yeah. So. Um, and then I got a two terabyte. Samsung Seagate mm-hmm. for my PS4, um, which was another one that was suggested by IGN and uh, a couple other people. I put a post up on Reddit, and two people suggested that one, and also on Facebook. Um, it was under 200 bucks for both of them yeah. together, so that's not too bad at all. Got them both on Amazon, um, so I'm not looking forward to trying to put my <laughs> PS4 one in because I am not good at that kind of stuff, but I'm going to try my damnedest to do it. Um, and if you I'll need my let, help, just let, let me know. You know how that goes. Yeah, we'll see. Like I said, I can help with the hardware installation. Software, eh, not so much. Yeah. I think the hardware is the easy part. The hardware is the easy part. It just kind of pops in. Right? Yep. Yeah, you just pop off that left-hand top side, and there's like a tray that, that yeah. comes out. Will, Will had mentioned this, but from everything that I've read, I've watched some videos and, and read up, I guess the most important and toughest part is to make sure you find the proper um, software update. Mm-hmm. You have to put it on a uh, thumb drive. Thumb drive, yeah. But finding the proper one is the trick. Uh-huh. So we'll see. <laughs> see how that goes. Yep. But, yeah, I think I think that's it for me, Dan. Okay. Uh, I played a couple things this week. 
Um, I started Bioshock Infinite again. Um, it's time for my yearly Bioshock Infinite playthrough. One thing, uh, I'm not going to talk about Bioshock Infinite. I've talked about it enough. I'm about three quarters of the way through. But when I get done with Bioshock Infinite, I'm going to play the Barry LC DLC, which I have not played yet. So um, I'll, I'll report a little more in depth on that. Very interested in playing playing that. So the only other thing I played a lot of this week was Splatoon. Uh, playing through the single player mode. Okay, how's that? It's cool. Um, it's not, I mean, it's not nothing groundbreaking, but you play as an inkling who, inkling agent who need to collect, um, I think they're called zapfish that the octo something or others, the story is, you know, yeah. it's not, <laughs> it's, it's a fun puzzle platformer, like 3d puzzle platformer. It reminds me a little bit of portal, um, without, without the amazing level design, you know, but it's, it's kind of fun. Um, I think it's probably taken me eh, four hours so far. I'll probably have it beaten in another hour and a half. Um, and then lots of online, too, with Splatoon, Did which you is play the new tower mode? No, I haven't tower tried defense? the tower mode. I've only done... I'm, I'm rank 11 now, almost 12, so I, okay. can, do, I can do ranked ranked matches. I haven't, haven't tried it yet, though. Ranked is better. Yeah, that's what I, I've heard. I saw an article today saying that uh, tower defense mode is the best mode. Oh, is it? That's oh, what, good. That's... I think it was Destructoid or something. I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm having a lot of fun with that. Actually, one one of the good things that the story mode did for me is help with my aim. Yeah. Um, not being, uh, you know, first-person shooters now, I, I really have a hard time when it's uh, with a controller. Mm-hmm. But that really helped me with, like, aiming and all, all the different weapons and stuff. So um, I, do, I think I can go into the game and use something other than a roller, which will be nice. That's all I use. Yeah, that's I, – I mean, I've only upgraded – my rollers, but I think I want to try some of the other weapons and, and see how I do with them. Um, now that I'll, I'll feel a little more confident, but Splatoon's an awesome game. Agreed. I'm loving it. I should have we both. Should, we should play. We should. You're absolutely right. I should have both Bioshock Infinite and Splatoon beat my next week. I'll give you a little more of a report. Cool. On those. So, uh, that's everything. You didn't play anything, right, Corey? Just Hearthstone? No, just Hearthstone. Did you want, did you want to talk about it? Talk about. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, all right, let's get into feedback, shall we? Why not, Dan? Let me just write down the time. You want me to read the gentleman gentlemanly email? Oh, you got it up? From Johnny P. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, go for it. So, is there a microphone near the headphones or something? No, they're 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 all muted. I'm echoing way too clearly. How dare you? How dare you, sir? So John is our E3 correspondent in the field. He, the last couple years, has come on to talk about E3. I think this would be his second year, right? Yeah. Uh, Was was supposed to be on our recap episode, but uh, abandoned us. (laughs) But anyway, he sent in a lengthy email about the games that he played. So uh, if we're looking for validation on anything, this might help a little bit. Uh Uh-huh. So John says, I was lucky enough to spend two days at E3 this year, Tuesday and Wednesday. As always, it's an amazing experience, but from my three times going so far, this was personally my least favorite. Uh Not because of the lineup, which I felt was the best in many years, but because I don't feel like I prepared well enough by literally missing all of the keynotes and most every announcement before I actually went. So I was really going in blind and didn't have a very good game plan. 
I knew which games I wanted to check out from the headlines and did my best to see those, but there were many new projects announced that I just completely glazed over and was kicking myself for seeing. With that said, I still thoroughly enjoyed it and can talk about the things I got to try out. First day, after initially waiting in the Oculus Rift line for 30 minutes and realizing I hadn't moved more than a foot with 200 people ahead of me, I went over to Nintendo and tried out The Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't wait in line <laughs> very long. As no. much as I want to get my hands on the Oculus, yeah. waiting in line is the biggest, my biggest like hate in life is having to wait yeah. in a lot of yep. people, first thing. Yep. Uh, I will go to great lengths to avoid that. I'm with you. Uh, I went over to Nintendo and tried out The Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes. This is one of my top plays this year at E3. Hmm, top really? Play. It's pretty reminiscent of The Four Swords, but brings out the team play aspect much more. Due to the nature of E3, there's always an awkward first couple of minutes with any team experience, but this game was so easy to just pick up, figure out, and start working together right off the bat. It's very satisfying going through these dungeons and piecing together the puzzles with other players, figuring out how to reach certain areas, hitting specific switches, and defeating the bosses. Definitely a must-buy, in my opinion, if you have a group of friends to enjoy with. That kind of makes total sense, because that's one of the luxuries of Nintendo and their games, is everybody is familiar with the Zelda mechanics. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, And a game like this that relies on multiplayer and group puzzle-solving, it's a boon. Yeah. So I could totally understand that. I'm surprised that he said it was one of his plays of the show, though. Yeah. That game just that didn't none interest of us me were, at all. Maybe it, yeah, maybe. none of us were too super interested in. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I, I, I I talked about this a little bit, but Nintendo stuff, like the stuff that they showed during their their Nintendo Direct, mostly looked terrible. But when they went back and on the Treehouse showed the stuff, it looked it all looked better than the 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 Nintendo Direct. I think that that that's an example of of that. You know. Sure. It's a lot more interesting once you get to see all the game mechanics and stuff. And I still have no interest in it, but yeah, same. um it's it's the, you know, I think that's the the situation. It does help to hear from someone who's played it though, like I really enjoyed it, especially yeah. someone, you know, I've been friends with right forever. Right. Um and it's enough for me to say, okay, maybe I'll give this game a chance because Yeah, maybe there's something about it somebody's whose opinion matters to me seems to really enjoy it. So, you know, right. maybe I am missing out on something. Right? My, uh, one of my favorite video game podcasts is a Nintendo based one. And I really respect their opinion a lot. Those guys are super good at, at their job on the podcast. And, uh, even they were like, this game is not great or what anybody wants. Yeah. So I'm not interested at all. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, next game up was Battlefront for the PS4. The damn game is a thing of beauty. It uh-huh. looks amazing and plays quite well. I played a co-op mission with another dude who refused to speak to me. <laughs> so we did pretty miserably, but I still had a good time. The controls are a little slower paced, so it took me a while to get the hang of it. Not much else to say about gameplay than the videos can't show, but also a top contender for my money and social life. <laughs> that makes me happy here. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I know it's a small note, and he says the controls are a little slower paced. That to me is like a all right. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm good with that. Um, yeah, we sort of talked a little bit about it, but it's it's not it's not your competitive shooter, in my opinion. I, from what I've seen, you know, it looks to me like a shooter in the Star Wars universe, and the yeah. the draw is the Star Warsy stuff. Yeah, 
Um, and it could be very solid mechanically without being super fast and competitive. Yeah. Which Definitely. I uh, maybe that's wishful thinking, but that's the vibe I'm kind of getting. Uh, I'm losing track of the order I played games, so I'll just list them with thoughts here. Rainbow Six Siege. I've been a huge Rainbow Six fan since the first game. I yeah. can attest to that. Yeah, uh, I remember yeah. talking to John at length about Rainbow Six, but anyway. Yes. Uh, which I played on GameSpy's original online service. That's, we're going way back now. So this was a must-try for me. All in all, it's pretty tight, and while I feel it sacrifices some of the realism that the series is really known for, it packs enough gimmicks and strategy to draw me in and wanting to play more. Team strategy is pretty diverse, which keeps each match equally as so, making it fresh and exciting each time around. Um, again, this is like the best note I could see for this game, because it hits on all the stuff that I would want out of Rainbow Six Siege. Um, He says it it, it sacrifices some of the realism, which I'm okay with, uh, to pack in some gimmicks, some hooky gimmicks that you can get into, um, and strategy, another thing that I can get into. Uh Um, And he also mentions the team strategy aspect, which I I think is uh, important and something I'm interested in. Um, any, Any thoughts from you guys before I move along? Nada. No, that one's definitely on my radar. The Division. I've been excited for this since I've been excited for this game since day one. I waited an hour and a half to play it and almost did so again right after. Wow. I've been reading some articles about the game potentially going the way of Watchdogs and not delivering on all the promises of the past year. But having played it, I believe it will stand on its own. It's another heavy team play experience, which I feel opens up in a unique way with its types of objectives and character abilities. It plays similar to a Gears of War, third person, duck behind cover, revive teammates playstyle, but this time you have an entire city to explore in an RPG-ish looting exploring vibe to encase the whole experience. The demo we got to try was pretty scripted, but gave you an idea of how the more open world will be and the uncertainty of what you'll come across in not only regards to NPCs, but also other players. I see this game becoming a kind of social gamer experience similar to DayZ in its community where it's less about this fictional virus containment epidemic and more about how players react to one another and shape the gameplay around them. Oh, man. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. (laughs) Though Ubisoft will have a much more polished game and probably a tighter leash on things to incentivize their ample amounts of DLC, which I'm sure will plague the life of this IP. Sigh. Um, so good notes for the division yeah. with the caveat that Ubisoft might screw it up. It's too bad. That's I, what we're afraid of. I'm pumped for the division. I still remain skeptical that it's even going to come out. Okay, <laughs> but um, I mean, he makes it seem like it's it's he he seems like seems like it's going to be good. I'll believe from, it when from, I see it. From what? But he does say it's pretty scripted. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. he's right though. I think that the the fun of that game is going to be how your interactions take place with other people. Yeah, like in like do you, do you turn on each other and take right. each other's loot, or do you just say fuck it? I've got something really good. I don't want to risk losing it. Yeah, you know. Yep. I'm starting to wonder if John plagiarized this. It's too eloquent. I was going to say it's it's well written. <laughs> no, he's uh, maybe he's, he's spent, a smart man. Well, that and maybe he's but he's probably spent some time you know refining could very well be uh fable legends i played this last year seems like much of the same game still enjoy it they just need to release it already i'm kind of excited for that yeah it's coming out this year right is it it coming out right yeah is it coming out when is it coming out in summer let me look when windows Windows 10 10 uh, comes out that'd be cool that would be fun yeah, I don't know that we ever got a release date for it, but 
I still don't think there is one. Okay. All right. That, just, I mean, just that says 2015. We're going to play it because it's going to be free to play, so. Yeah. We'll play it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. October 16th. Okay. Perfect. Ooh. And again, cross-platform multiplayer. Go ahead. Star Fox, the last game I played for two minutes, frowny face, had fun but can't say much more than do a barrel roll. Mighty Number 9 was big into Mega Man as a kid, and this is a very nostalgic game. It's everything a Mega Man fan could hope for, and you're a stupid fucking idiot if you don't buy this game, regardless if you even play video games. (laughs) Support the true artists of this world and throw money at this game. Already feels like a finished product. Great gameplay, nice story, great graphics. Just get it. Yeah, that's a buy for me, definitely. Coming from a big Mega Man fan. Yeah. Take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, but <laughs> I've had my eye on that one for a while. Yeah, people seem to be pretty excited for for Mighty Number no. 9. Yeah. Games I didn't play but was quite impressed with, Metal Gear Solid, The Phantom Pain. I played Metal Gear Solid as well as Sons of Liberty but stopped after that one. The series just got too soap opera for me. John, that's not fair. So I gave up. However, the video demo for this looks amazing, so I picked up the first chapter of MGS5 on Steam and really enjoyed it. We'll probably pick this up, too, though some portions of this game will probably have me scratching my head from what I've seen. Crazy Japanese. (laughs) Uh, That's fair, I guess. Uh, Killstrain. Does anybody know anything about Killstrain? No. I haven't heard that. We're going to find out. This PS4 exclusive is my biggest surprise of E3. I didn't get a chance to play, but watched others enjoy the experience, and I did some more research afterwards. It's a Dota-esque top-down shooter with three teams of 5v2v5. Two teams of five humans and a team of two mutants to start. Every team has a base and tries to eliminate the other team or their base. The really clever twist here is that the mutants can turn any human into a mutant and bring them over to their team. What's that game mode? That sounds interesting. Vampires wasn't that? A, that was on. That was on Halo, wasn't it? Yeah, one of the Halos. The, the action looked fast and frantic, and really has me wanting a PS4 to play this. I'm just hoping it picks up enough and can branch out of exclusivity. Huh. You want me to read the brief description on the website? Sure. Killstrain is a PS4 top-down action shooter game with a momentum twist where three teams are pitted against each other in five v two v five gameplay. Two opposing human teams compete over resources with the ultimate goal of destroying either of their two enemy bases while fighting off a third team of mutants who are fighting to infect and turn the enemies into mutated allies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks pretty... Sounds interesting. It does sound it interesting. Does sound interesting. You see some gameplay of that. Sword Coast Legends, D&D-based game that I heard about but didn't get to see anything for. It seems reminiscent of Neverwinter Nights, which I loved. Worth keeping an eye on. Another one... Um, I don't think we saw anything for, did we? No. I've, Having I've, not, not been there? I've heard the name floating around for a while, okay. but that, that's about it. Uh, all you have to say is D&D based, and I have an interest. Yeah, my ears perk up. <laughs> yep. That's all it takes. Yep. Other games I've recently stumbled upon. Speedrunner. Check this out. It's on Steam. Four-player 2D foot race game with grappling hooks, obstacles, traps, and more. Great party game that you guys should stream sometime. Uh, he actually recommended that this game to me while he was there at E3, uh, and I checked it out on Steam and put it on my wish list. But uh, I have to discover some money before I buy anything. What, what's it called? <laughs> I'm with you. Speedrunner. I think I put that on my wish list a while ago with the thought of us streaming it in mind. There you go. There you go. During Maybe a, that's a sign. Yeah, during a sale, I, I put it on my wish list. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can convince Will to buy it, and I can family share. There you go. 
Dirty Bomb just picked this up in Love It. It's a class-based first-person shooter like Team Fortress with a Counter-Strike feel. I'm a big fan of the objectives, and they have a number of different classes that you can customize loadouts for. It's still in beta, so more features to come. I've heard a little bit about Dirty Bomb. Yeah, a lot of people like Dirty Bomb. It's pretty yeah. popular on the Twitch Twitch uh, watch list, Twitch games list, too. It's usually in the top, like, 15. I think Riz suggested it to us yeah. weeks ago. I downloaded it, but I haven't played it. Yeah, a lot of people like it. Sorry for how disconnected and sloppy this is, but I hope it gives you some material to go over, and if not, then fuck you. Love, John. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, nice. John. Thanks, John. appreciate Always it. Always a pleasure. It's uh, yeah. it's nice to have our own exclusive source. Yeah, that is from nice. The, from the floor. Yep. Hey, just uh, throwing it out there. There's a demo, a free demo for speedrunners on Steam. Well, you I know what I'm it. doing. <laughs> nice. Okay. Shall we? Feedback. Yes. Do you want me to read Tito's first? Or? Sure. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Via email. Hey guys, it's Tito from LA. I had a lot of fun playing with Eric on some Heroes of the Storm. I haven't touched League of Legends much. Um, Heroes is a nice game to play every once in a while. Trying to save up enough gold to buy the butcher. Uh-huh. You're a better man than I, Tito, because I just opened up the pocketbook. <laughs> yeah. like a What's sucker. the butcher run? 10K? 10,000 gold. Yeah. Which is 10 bucks, right? Yeah. Okay. That's not bad. Oh, he might be more, though. N- new characters are usually 15. a little bit more, yeah. F- 12 or 15? Yeah, 12 or 15. Um. Anywho, recently I bought the Sony Gold Wireless headset. I highly recommend it. It works on my PC, and I even got it to work on the Xbox One. <laughs> That's funny. Very slick. It just works. A lot of people have recommended it, and I am now one of those people. The main reason I bought the Sony Gold headset is because I wanted to go back to playing on my mouse and keyboard, but still chat on the PS4. So I bought a device called the XM4, spelled XIM4, which allows you to use mouse and keyboard on consoles. It took a little time to get it set up and have everything calibrated the way I wanted it where it was comfortable, but the last couple days I think I'm getting used to mouse and keyboard again and was doing pretty well in Destiny PvP. Um, Nothing where I'm absolutely destroying people, but I think with time I'll get back to my teenage days of playing Unreal Quake and Halo on the PC because I just aim better with a mouse. I also bought a new mouse, the Logitech G502 Proteus Core uh-huh. for the XM4, and man, do I love that mouse. It's fantastic, <laughs> and I think it's the best mouse on the market today. Tito, I've got the G402 Hyper- Hyperion Fury, which is a step below below his, and I, I love it. What does that mouse run, do you know? Uh, the one Tito got, I think, is like 60. You okay. can get on sale for like 55 sometimes. Okay. And mine was, I think mine was, I got for like 35 on a sale. I just popped a mini boner reading ahead in this email. Yeah. Last thing, I've become obsessed with No Man's Sky. <laughs> IGN and Game Informer had some great stuff on the game the last few months, and especially this month, so I'm learning as much as I want to learn, which is almost everything. One cool idea that Sean Murray, co-founder of Hello Games, was talking about when it comes to meeting other players in the universe. He didn't want to have a notification for the player saying there was a player nearby. He wants a moment where the player may see something moving and you wonder to yourself for a moment, did I just see, or what was that, you know, like a surprise. So he describes it as the moment um, Jack from Lost thinks he sees his dad on the island. Uh, I thought that was such a cool idea. Another thing I like to do in the game is leave a bunch of random messages on planets. So in the event a player finds my message ten years later, he'll read, Nancy, I'm sorry, what have I done? (laughs) 
Nice. Um, and then he added on to that email. Another No Man's Sky message, I'd leave. We used to be so happy here. Used to. <laughs> and there'd be all these burial mounds I'd create in a large field just to make players come up with their own stories as to what happened here. That's awesome. I never even... I never is he done? Is that done? That's it. Yeah. Okay, I never even thought about that angle of of leaving leaving uh, uh, Dark Souls esque messages. Yeah, but like it, you know, just we'll leaving a little bit. leaving yeah. anything, and uh, yeah, I never even thought about that. But that's a great great idea. Yes, uh, leaving something to know that uh, you know someone was there. That's awesome. Can you leave a little bread trail? Like uh, leave where you're going to go next. Maybe. Cool. Yeah, because I mean, you can use your your gun to essentially write things like in the ground, you know? Just imagine tracking someone through the universe. Yeah. Well, Corey, I think that um, there's a lot of stuff they want to do with this game, and I think that it seems like they're going to be pretty open to ideas from the community and make, mm-hmm. you know, some good additions to it. So, you know, if that's something a lot of people want, I could definitely see them we, doing something cool. We might as well talk about No Man's Sky now, because uh, we, we had a feedback from Ryan in Iowa, too. Uh, he says, I hope Eric talks about no man's sky gameplay freaking exciting the exploring for hours on end is very appealing so i actually did want to talk about that because uh if you don't know ign is doing an ign first which uh eric actually told me like late last week that that's what it was going to be or two weeks ago yeah it was a little while ago when he told me that they were going to do that um so they they have like exclusive details on it and their first thing was a was it 18 minutes yep. of uninterrupted gameplay of No Man's Sky? And then their thing that they released either, was it today or yesterday? Today. Uh, they talk about the economy and, and how you make money in the game and stuff. So, uh, really, I mean, for me, the, the uninterrupted gameplay was a little bit more exciting, obviously, the, the economy stuff. The economy stuff was cool, but, um, up until that point, we really didn't get to see like a ton of gameplay other than little snippets here and there. So it was cool to see, um, a little bit more. And, and, and one of the cool things I thought about it was the, the audio you know uh we didn't really get that in some of the gameplay trailers of Mm -hmm. just walking around listening to the animal calls and the water running and the wind in the plants and stuff that was all really cool yeah we didn't really get that in in any of the other videos um so i wanted to get your thoughts eric what did you what did you think of the (laughs) the videos (laughs) man game looks fucking amazing yeah i can't believe that like such a small studio has been able to put something like this together yeah uh, it's just one of those games I feel like you, you're just going to be able to get lost in. Yeah. You know, and like you said, Dan, like for somebody like you, especially who's got two kids and, you know, your wife's in school, so you're watching the kids a lot of the time. And at the end of the day, when they go to bed, you're going to be able to just put No Man's Sky on and just like lose yourself. Yeah. It. And it's not like a stressful game. Yeah. So it, it probably, it, it could it, be if you want to play exactly. it that way. Uh, and which is another cool thing. Like, you know, Sean, Sean Murray talked about, you know, you can do all, you know, if you want to be a trader, you can be a trader. If you just want to be a space pirate, you can be a space pirate. But, yeah. um, you know, like for me, the exploration is going to be cool. Right. A lot of times I'll just want to just see what's on a planet. Just you stick know, around. I, I don't have to kill a bunch of stuff if I don't want to. I don't know? think I will want to. Yeah. Those animals are cute. Yeah, they are. They're adorable little buggers. Even the goat that was the attacking goat. him was adorable. <laughs> yeah. I liked that he, he, you could tell he didn't want to kill He didn't want to kill the goat, he's, no. Can we just say, he seems like the nicest guy on the face of the earth. Yeah. But yeah, love, the goat was, the guy. he was attacking him and he, 
He killed him the first time because well, he said something like, well, this is what most people want to see. Yeah. So he ended up shooting it. Well, I think because he was sitting with like a few guys from IGN. And, yeah. And I think they wanted him to kill it. I think they did. So. And I think he wanted to show off like the wanted. Yeah. It's got like a Grand Theft Auto type wanted level. Yep. Uh, it goes up to five stars. So like, you know, you start off with a couple drones that come after you mm-hmm. and then it kind of builds up to like a space military and he got his sh- shit kicked in when they showed up. But. Um, you can just shoot the ground next to the go and it'll leave you alone. Yeah, it'll scare you. Like a warning shot. Away. Um, but yeah, just like all the cool, like, animals that were wandering around and, I don't know, man. It just looks so cool. Yeah. And the, just the whole, the, the scale of the game, like when you pull the map back and you see all of these stars that you can go to. I nearly shot myself at the oh end my of that. Oh, what They left it on a cliffhanger, of course, the video, because they, they had the, uh, the guy that IG the IGN guy I don't remember what Ryan what, McCaffrey Ryan McCaffrey um, they had him pick a planet and they're like oh we'll show you later on yeah it's like damn it I wanted to see what was on that planet yeah damn it yeah so. I, it, yeah so like he, he explains like you can be a trader yeah you can just kind of collect um, resources but and you know buy low sell high kind of thing at yeah. different space stations. Um, you can go just kind of cause havoc if you want to. It's you can just pretty much do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, but the atmosphere of the game is just incredible. The the I really like the color saturation, yeah. the color palette too. Um, so it's nice. very it's very science fictiony. Yeah. And it's mm, love it. Yeah. It's Proteus. Delicious. Yeah, it's got a Proteus look to it. Yeah. Um, I actually, I, I was, I wanted to get Corey's thoughts on it because I think out of all of us, Corey was the biggest naysayer on on No Man's Sky, or the or, or the one that uh, uh, he was the not naysayer. naysaying, just being practical. That's fine. I wanted to see because I had actually heard of a lot of people uh, who 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 were skeptical of No Man's Sky after they saw that eighteen minute video. They're like, okay, I, I get it now. You know, there was quite a few articles i think maybe even like each publication had one person that was like okay i see the point now i see um i see what you can do with no man's sky so i I wanted to get Corey's thoughts on it um because he was the and it does have a lot of tractor uh minecraft to it yeah where you resource uh, material which is actually they built their own table of elements period they built their own periodic table which is based on the on our periodic table but um, he said what what would happen is people would use their own knowledge of the periodic mm-hmm. table to get the most valuable resources and the most right. useful resources. So they want to create their own to have yep. a blank slate. For people to figure out. And yep. you can combine them. And, and that's how you build your ship, yeah. upgrade your ship, your yep. weapons, and your spacesuit yep. towards the ultimate goal, I guess, which is going to the center of the universe, which I couldn't give a shit about. Yeah. I don't care if I ever. I just want to explore. Yeah, exactly. And apparently, one one of the things that I thought was interesting too was he said that uh, your contribution to Atlas is important for your your storyline in the game, uh. and it made me wonder, like, what, like, what's that mean? Yeah, you know, like the the stuff that you discover is important in the in the scheme of things. I like that you can name things yourself. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time. Yeah. People are going to be such jackasses. Yeah. And I don't, like, maybe the first time I roll up and see something called, like, cum dumpster or something like that, it'll, it'll be funny. Yeah. But I kind of want it to be a little more serious than that. Yeah. I'm never going to name something, like, I don't know, something stupid. I yeah. just would, I don't know. I'll probably name Condor it. Condor Wartenberg. Everything after me. No, that makes perfect sense, Corey. <laughs> uh, I wasn't thinking enough. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I don't know. I can't wait for this game. Me neither. But Corey, do you do you have any more thoughts on it at all? Or yeah, I I think I think yeah, this definitely like clears things up in terms of well, what do you do? Um, but I still don't know a how much fun it's going to be. Um, and and B, I'd still like to find out more about the interplay between what you do and what everyone else is doing and does. Right. Um, and and to what effect what you do influences other people's game worlds because you can play this game offline. Yeah, you can. You can choose not um, to not to upload anything to the atlas. Right. Right. So if it occasionally needs to check in. Uh, or doesn't uh, doesn't need to check in, but if you're occasionally checking in and out, like, does that mean there is a portion where you could be on a planet and run into another player there, or is it? I think I read in the uh, economy stuff that they released today that there will be other people in in the spaceports that you can interact with. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know, like, if I think I, it's rare though. If, it I, seems if like... I go to a planet and poop all over it, is somebody else going to go to that planet and, and see what I did? No, no. It's only like significant things that that you do. Like, I, I mean, yeah. I don't know if you can poop in the game, but like, if you do any mining or anything, that will show up on the on the other person on another person's game if they visit that planet. Right. Um, he said, like shooting a shooting a dinosaur probably won't show up, but. Like if you wipe out all the dinosaurs on a planet or wipe out all the creatures on a planet, that that sort of thing would show up. Like if you uh, extinguish all life, you know, significant things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tito in the in the chat, uh, Twitch.tv/slash/thumbstickathletes. We live stream every yes. week. Yes, yeah. Uh, Tito is kind of expressing where I'm, I'm heading with this. I hope there can be more roles in the game and not just merchants or pirates, which are the two I hear the most. Yeah, so that just goes back to my point about... Um, well, you can be an explorer. That's right, what I'm going like, to do. Like, exploring and being a merchant is fine, but I just don't know for how long I want to do that, you know? Right. Yeah, I understand. I'll get my money's worth. I will, too. I'm not... Uh, I think I think we all will. I don't think it'll be a full-price game. Maybe it will. I don't know, but... I would pay easily pay $60 for it. Greg, Greg right. Miller says he still thinks it's going to be a $20 game. Really? Yeah. No. That that's where I would probably price that would it blow too. my mind. I'd be shocked if it was twenty bucks. I would be too. As much hype as it's getting, and you know Sony's got to be tossing some cash their way. I'd be surprised if that's a twenty dollar game. The, the thing the thing with me with this game is is it's getting like you said like the amount of hype behind this game is it is is the game itself going to be able to match like the anticipation of the last two years for it. Well, I think that it, the hype kind of died down a little bit, yeah. and then it's it's starting it's to build back up yeah. because of it's, what they're showing of the game. Yeah, not because of you know people behind the scenes are saying, "Oh, this game's gonna be awesome." They're actually showing stuff and talking about and it. That's what people are excited at about. a highly reputable sure. website, and that's why people are excited. Now people are seeing the game, and that's why they're excited. And I think that's different. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess what I'm, my point is, like, it's easily the most anticipated game of the last couple years oh yeah but i don't know if once it comes out it's gonna it's gonna live up to two years worth of the most anticipated game of the last two years mm-hmm. i think it'll i think it'll it looks awesome and it'll be fun but it's not it's not gonna be like the next coming well no no but no game could ever live up to that yeah 
I, and I don't, th- I mean, me personally, like, I don't think it's going to be the next coming for me. I think it's going to be a game I play for a long time. But like, after I, I put my lengthy amount of time in the beginning, I think it's going to be a game that I boot up. Like I said, when I want to relax and just explore some planets, mm-hmm. you know, like, I, yeah, that's, that's how, that's, that's where I'm going with I it. I think this game has a good mix of like what Dan's looking for and kind of what you and I have been looking for lately, Corey, because we could just jump in for a half yeah. hour fuck around on a planet, maybe mine some resource and jump out while Dan is taken, you know, gets on at 1030 at night and plays until next thing you know, it's four in the morning (laughs) and Dan has been exploring the galaxy all night. I think it's going to have a good mix for that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But that's, that's, that's like, that's how I see that game. I see it as a $20 game that I'll probably really, really like, like kind of like a faster than light, you know, like, wow, this is really clever. This is, this is inventive. This is new. This is a lot of fun, but like, that's kind of where it ends for me. I don't know. I think that a games like that can be fantastic. Look at Journey, a th- three-hour game that's nothing like anything else, and it's so fucking good. Like, I th- if I had to guess, I'd say this game's gonna be thirty or forty bucks. Um, yeah, pre- premium indie price. Yeah, I don't know, but like you were saying, Corey, with the the build up and living up to it, I don't think any game really could live up to to the hype that No Man's Sky has had. And yeah. that's, you gotta know that going in, I guess. I, yeah, and I, yeah. I realize that, so I'm like, alright. But I, I'm still fucking pumped for that game. I think I've been pretty good, too, at, uh, uh, not letting my expectations get out of control, uh, like I used to. I'm not so. expecting it to be my game of the year. Yeah. I'm sure it would have, have a chance. Yeah. But, you know, I think it'll be in the conversation. Yeah. I mean, I, I he, it's compared a lot with Minecraft. You know, mm-hmm. it's one of those games that, you know, to some people you go into Minecraft, you walk around for a little bit, you're like, okay, that, that's it. Me. Uh, the, what, what do I do? You well, know? I'm not creative enough for Minecraft. Well, that's just it. But, but, but No Man's Sky is, is different because it's about exploration exactly. and not, not creating. And it has space in it. Right. And like you can fly a space shuttle. And right. And that, and that's where the difference is. That's yeah. why it's more appealing to me. Exactly. I'm the same way with you, with Minecraft, you know, I, I I, I can't see myself putting hundreds of hours into making things, no. you know, but I exploring dig a, things, dig a tunnel, yes. build a house, quit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, so. and just going off of that, to me, the most exciting and fun thing in this game will be the exchange between the massively online community. Yeah. Because it, see, it seems like you're not going to see people like very often often at all not until you get closer to the center of the galaxy so it's going to be kind of awesome when you do yeah and tito said um he likes how you he says you you don't know how you look until you find another player yeah i guess do you see yourself in their mask or what well i mean you're i i think your suit kind of looks the same it's just upgraded components oh oh, okay gotcha that's kind of what you look like okay (laughs) until they implement the buy a mirror dlc (laughs) buy a mirror for they don't seem like dlc you to death kind of guys no they don't um there was one other thing i wanted to say and i I just my last thought is i just wish nobody knew about this game until it came out yeah i can see that yeah too late for that yeah and i don't think uh i mean even sean murray's talked about it he's like i never expected right the reaction to be what it was for this so, I mean, I think he's done a good job of managing that. Um, so, you know, all, all, all of a sudden, what, what, 
it was a was it VGX that they showed it for the first time, uh, and people like shit themselves. No, no, no. I I think it was before E3, that. It was at E three the E three before that they showed a small clip of it. Right. It was a real short clip, and uh-huh. everybody's like, "Holy shit, this game looks awesome!" And then they showed more of it. Okay. Maybe at VGX. Okay, gotcha. And that's where it really really took off. Although at that E three, people were pretty yeah pretty impressed with it. Yeah, and like he's he's talked about before, like not not expecting that and and having a hard time kind of dealing with that. But yeah. I think I think they've done fine. Yeah, I think if the game's getting ready to come out, especially now is a good time to release all the details for it. You know, and I still want to be able to discover things. I'm glad they're not telling you everything because I think some people want that. I don't. I don't either. You know. Um, and Dan and I talked about this earlier, but my theory is that the last day of their IGN first, they're going to release the uh, or announce the release date because Jake actually mentioned this in one of his um, feedbacks this week, and I had mentioned this to Dan earlier. I don't think that IGN usually does these things for games that are too far off. So, and if you watched E3 and you watched Sean Murray talk at all, he definitely made it seem like they had a release date and he wanted to say what it was, but there was a reason he couldn't. And I, Dan and I were talking about this before we started recording. We think that, you know, maybe he went there and IGN approached them about doing an IGN first and that's why they didn't announce it because they want to do it during this. So here's so funny. See. Fingers crossed. Hey man, money. Who could blame that? Money talks. 10-man studio for once yeah. some money. Jesus. Yeah. They deserve it at this point. Okay. Uh, well, let's move on. Let's get the rest of the feedback going. Yeah, that, right. was a, that was a good talk, though. Yeah. I'm very excited for No Man's Sky. Oh, fuck. I'm, I'm glad you're excited, excited Dan. Oh, I can't wait. And the more I see about it, the more excited I get yeah. for it. So, Anyway. Brian and Iowa, uh, you doing a lot of soccer talk on this upcoming episode. Both USA teams, uh, pri- Perlow to New York, Messi falling again with Argentina. <laughs> yes. Failing again with Argentina. Uh, yeah, I'll touch on all that real quick. Um, we already talked about the U.S. women's team. Mm-hmm. Amazing game. Really, really fucking fantastic performance. I had intended on watching it, but yeah. like I said, we had our barbecue, and by the time we got home, it was almost over. Was it? Yeah, you so. missed all the action anyway yeah. by that point. Yeah. Um, I just And I forgot it was on. And, but whatever. The I U.S. men's team had their first Gold Cup game last night against i think it was honduras um i watched a little bit of it from what i understand it was i wasn't in a setting where i could really pay any attention but they won two to one from what i understand it was a pretty ugly victory but a lot of these matches are against the teams that are in our uh group the Concacaf group mm-hmm. um they just kind of play like kind of slow and defensive and dirty um, they don't, there's not necessarily as much offensive talent, so they kind of have to do that. Uh-huh. Um, where I think our team has a little more offensive talent, so they kind of beat us up a little bit. Um, uh, but yeah, we did win. I think Honduras was the, our toughest competitor in the group we're in, so that's good. Um, the men's team's got some, some stuff to look forward to. We got a lot of good young players. Um, Pirlo, Andrea Pirlo, uh, one of the better Italian players of all time and a fantastic free kick taker. He joined New York City FC, um, along with Frank Lampard from Chelsea and David Villa, who's been there since the start of the season. Um, that's a pretty nice one, two, three. Even though those guys are older, like Pirlo looks like he's fifty. I don't know exactly how old he is, but <laughs> got a great beard on him too. Nice, real classy. You got a little classy beard. player. Oh God, yeah. Um, 
that's going to be really cool to see how those guys mesh together. Mm-hmm. I wish it wasn't for that team, though, because they're affiliated with Manchester City. Oh, uh, okay. Which is disgusting. Is um, it like a like a minor league almost? Not necessarily, but they're funded by them, okay. at least somewhat. I think they're funded by them and the Yankees, so. Oh, wow. A shit ton of money to be tossed around there. I'm yeah. sure those guys are getting paid pretty well yeah. uh, to come overseas here. But that that's pretty nice. So we're it's it's almost like a legends league right. over here now. There's a lot of young Hispanic and uh, American players, and then old legendary guys, which is kind of cool. Yeah, um, I'm down with that. So I'm interested to see what happens there. And what was the other one? Oh, Messi. Argentina lost in the what the hell is it called? I can't remember. I don't know. They played Chile in the final. Can't remember what the the cup is called, but they they lost uh, again. Messi has yet to win a title with Argentina, and a lot of people think that he can't be called the greatest player of all time without winning uh, an international trophy with with Argentina, mm-hmm. which I think is bullshit. Like soccer is such a team game. Copa America, thank you, Tito. Uh-huh. That's what they lost to Chile. Um, soccer is such a team game, even though he's fantastic, like it, anything can happen. There's almost, there's only so much one individual can do too, you know? Granted, but that being said, his team is fucking loaded. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it just the type of thing where they just don't play well together? I, I, from what I understand, they don't use Messi the way that Barcelona uses him with his club team. Gotcha. So I don't know, but I was glad Chile won because Alexis Sanchez, who plays for Arsenal, is on that team, and I love that man. He's fucking awesome, uh, and he scored the winning penalty, so I was really happy to see that. Um, yeah, Tito in the chat says that Argentina just doesn't know how to use Messi. Gotcha. Which I've heard from other people, so. Right. I don't know. I actually picked Argentina to win the World Cup last year, but it didn't happen. Hmm. Well, that was it, right? Uh, as far as soccer goes? Yes. And shout out to Arsenal for signing Peter Cech away from Chelsea. One nice. of the best goalies ever. Oh, goalie. He's old. Goalie. He's 33, but keepers can go till they're 40. Right. So, great gotcha. move. All right. Uh, Facebook feedback from Jonathan. Uh, JRP, as he will now be known. Yeah, I decided I liked uh, the nickname JRP for JRP, him. JRP. Yep. He's in the chat right now. All so right. So he can let JRP. us know if he likes it. Uh, hey, are there patches for the PS4 version of Arkham Knight? I bought the game the other day and will be playing this week. I do not update my PS4 very often. My fiance and I team drive a semi truck. Internet is sparse between Missouri and Oregon, and I would I would hate to play a broken game. I guess what I'm asking is if the game absolutely needs to be patched or if it was shipped complete. If you guys do not know, it is okay. I don't mind being a guinea pig. It sucks for the people that do not have internet and get broken games, though. Luckily, I have my 3DS to occupy my downtime in case the game is unplayable, fresh out of the box. Now, I do know they, most games nowadays, even 3DS games, have day one patches. I don't know how complete Batman was without the, the patch. I wanted to touch on this for a couple of reasons. Okay. When, when he sent this uh, to our Facebook, uh-huh. I answered him. I okay. had just read the tweet that one of you tweeted about the Witcher patch, oh, and gotcha. I thought that's what he was referring to. Gotcha. So at the end, I I said I couldn't wait to hear what he thought of the Witcher. Right. But he was actually talking about Arkham Knight. Gotcha. So I think what he's talking about is how fucked up the game was on PC, and he was wondering if it was oh, that bad on PS4. I don't think so. It's not at all. Yeah. I mean, it, it plays fine. I think yeah. there's one bug in the game that I've heard about. I don't remember specifically, uh, but no, you're, you're good, I think, yeah. um, as far as that goes. Yep. Uh, and then he goes on to say, oh, wait. 
Yeah. Oh, that's awesome that that you and your fi- fiance drive a semi truck. Yeah, that sounds like it would be pretty fun. That actually. sounds awesome. Uh, I'd like I, to hear I, more about that. I have a teeny little bit of experience driving a semi in Euro Truck Simulator. <laughs> not I've the got same. about five ten minutes worth. Not of that. not the same. I think I played Euro Truck Simulator for like ten ten or twelve hours. It's a fun game. Uh, it's an, one of those relaxing games that you just sit yeah. back, and kick kick your feet up, and drive truck. That like would be say. that would be. I think that would be pretty fun though. What's that? Like as long as you and your significant other could stand to be around each other that long like that would probably be a pretty fun time yeah definitely especially like if she games with you yeah that could be really fun yeah absolutely that's a that's a that's a cool setup man. yeah uh he says so far i am enjoying the arkham knight for ps4 there seems to be some new gameplay dynamics that are satisfying traversing the city is a little faster by grapple gun the batmobile is fun to drive around in tank mode and fight against riddle robots uh hang on let me switch switch sides here uh, allowed me to switch between Batman and Catwoman uh, during the melee as well as performing a double takedown. I only noticed two bugs thus far without updating the game online. After entering an elevator at the Ace Chemical Corporation, you were supposed to select the remote Batmobile to raise the elevator. When I tried, Batman kept telling me that it was not safe. I restarted the scenario and then was able to. Outside the chemical plant, Batman has to drive the tank mobile onto an elevator, uh, but if it is in position correctly, the elevator will move up while the tank mobile clips through the floor, staying on the lower level. Readjustment of the vehicle allowed it to work properly. I've been having fun with the game two hours in and only completed a few missions. I like to explore and get my bearings. The handling of the tank mobile will take some time getting used to and the combat has some upgrades that i'm not familiar with batman can hit fallen enemies on the ground and he can engage enemies from a close range and take a few out in rapid succession without taking damage i forgot about that one what the hell is that called don't know it's like some something takedown um and you press square like you you change the thing and you press square and you take down i think you can up after upgrade you can take down like five enemies oh fear takedown Fear takedown. Yes, that's, that's what it pretty is. nice. That is awesome and very useful. Yes. Um, this game is choice. Uh, excited to play more after my shift. I'll be waiting for the podcast to drop after Wednesday. By the way, Batman still punches criminals in the dick as a finishing move. <laughs> he posted <laughs> a, vi- a couple videos. Yeah, he sent us a few videos on that, which was awesome. If you're interested on our Facebook, yes. Um, you know, another thing I, I thought was fun, I don't know if they did this in past, uh, Batman games, when you grapple onto a side of a building, if you hit X three times, you go fucking launching oh, yeah. into the atmosphere. Yep. That's pretty fun. You can upgrade that ability, yeah. too, a few times. I think I could press it five times yeah. and really send myself, and that's that allows you to travel a lot faster, too, yeah. and go up and down, and mm-hmm. it's good stuff. I love doing that. Uh, Miguel in Spain since says, since you don't remember, I'm from Seville. Uh, I think it's Sevilla. pronounced Sevilla. Sevilla, yeah. At that, least that's, that's how the, the the soccer team pronounces. Yeah, that, that's how that's how he 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 phonetically spells it on yeah. here too. Uh, Andalusia, south of Spain, and after the fifth season of Game of Thrones, the Kingdom of Dorne. Yeah, so that's his favorite kingdom. We, we've got to remember Miguel's from Sevilla. And I'm familiar with the the geography of of Spain a little bit from playing Crusader Kings. There you go. So who says I'm you don't learn with, from video uh, games? Exactly. I'm going to go with Miguel of House Dorn. Well, that works House too. House Dorn. Uh, so thanks, Miguel. Email Idaho Jake says, "Hey guys, I'm not 
much going not much going on down here i hope you had a great fourth fourth weekend because i sure did with drinking blowing shit up and a world cup win over japan the only new thing i have played is rocket rocket league and it is awesome but for some reason it tells me i'm offline and need to connect to the internet but my ps4 is connected so i haven't been able to play online but i've played a season and i played 17 weeks in a span of i think two hours it is that much fun IGN's coverage of No Man's Sky has me wanting to dive deep into it, uh, and with that in mind, doesn't IGN first usually cover games that are about to come out? One last thing, my birthday is on Sunday, and I would like to play some Rocket League or Elder Scrolls Online with whoever wants to join me. Just message me on PSN. Real Big Kong is my username. So, Happy yeah, birthday. Dude. Yeah, happy, happy birthday. birthday man. Um, there has been a bit of a rocky launch. For Rocket League. Oh, okay. As is far as why? servers go. Gotcha. It probably is more popular than they thought it was going to be, right? There was a beta. Two, at least two separate betas for it. Right. Um, PSN's kind of a piece of shit sometimes anyway. So I, I probably would put some of the, the blame on them. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm glad you like Rocket League, man. I can't fucking wait to get into it. Yeah. And I don't remember if Jake has a Vita or not. But for those listeners that do have a Vita and a PS4, Rocket League is really fun remote play. Works pretty well. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. Nice. Yeah, I, I really want to get Rocket League. I mean, I'll get it at some point, <laughs> no doubt. But um, it looks awesome. Yeah. So And Jake, uh, I don't know. I don't think I'll be able to play this weekend because I'm going to be out of town. But if I'm ever on playing because I plan on playing a lot, uh, just send me a message. I'll definitely play with you. Uh-huh. Sounds good. Yeah, uh, I think that's it for feedback, right? We didn't. Did we get anything late that, I that don't I might have missed? Think so. I apologize if we did miss something. Yeah, let us know. I, one of these days, we're going to get. We'll have all of our feedback in in one spot. Someday, maybe we'll put a button on our website that'll send us an email. We do have that. Well, for our question of the week, I mean, we do spe- have that specifically for feedback. Specifically for feedback, and only take feedback, feedback from there. At some we point, you have that, <laughs> Corey. I don't. I don't it's not in it. use. It's not in it's use. It's there. We don't stress it. Yeah. Thumbsigathletes.com/slash/contact. There is a box. All right, Corey. I'll give you a box. Um. <laughs> I know Jake sent in. My tablet just restarted on me. That's why I'm. I'm double checking, make sure I got everything. Jake did send in. Um. Something about a question of the week with an antagonist. Is that what it was, Corey? Protagonist. We're going to do that for next week because I forgot to update oh, okay. the question of the week page. That's my fault. I usually do it like right after we record, and for some reason I didn't last week. Okay. And then I just assumed I did the rest of the week, but I actually didn't. He yeah. also sent us a tweet about Ark. He said, uh, Ark is a first person, don't starve with dinosaurs. <laughs> that sounds awesome. And he's going to send us more details for next week. Cool. Yeah, it sounds awesome. So, Don't Starve is coming to mobile devices. Is it really? I think tablets, which is cool. It's an awesome game. Yeah, it is. But we never talked about our guys' week, and we can talk about that real quick now if you want to. I don't remember. I don't either. Um, we drank a lot, played some video games, ate, ate a lot of sausage, ate a lot. Oh, I felt very ill from all the all the food I ate. Um. And played Don't Starve Together. We played, yeah, we played Don't Starve Together, uh, which is awesome. Um, it's a fun. I, I never thought it would be that fun to play together. Although you guys kept dying. Uh, I think <laughs> one of us 
was dying more than anybody else. Corey was was drunker than the rest of us. Yeah, game's hard. It is hard. It is a tough game. It is. It is a good time together. What? You guys didn't last much longer. It's well, always the case, isn't it? Well, what, what happened was I. Sp- I remember one of the games we were playing, I spent the whole time trying to figure out how to resurrect you and, and, and got myself killed. Yeah. So, but I I was the most experienced Don't Starve player. Well, remember I made him that the, the heart. The effigy. The effigy and, and it, it killed, killed me? Yeah. Oh, you, you yeah, you made the heart, not the meat effigy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made him a heart and it was said it would revive a teammate or something like that and then I died from making it. Yeah, because you didn't have enough hit points. That's what it was. Yeah. That's right. Because you needed twenty five hit points, and I think you had like eighteen or something. Yeah. So, but that game was fun. What What else did we play? We played. We played some Smash. Yeah. Um. What do we play? Mario Kart. Mario Kart. The usual suspects. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Age of Empires. Age of Empires. Torchlight Two. We played. Um. I'm drawing a blank here. It was almost a month ago now. Jesus. You know what? Just going back to Don't Starve Together, um, part of what makes that game game so good is the difficulty, but at this point, I just want an easy mode. Yeah. Do you? You know? I'm I'm kinda with you, Corey. I just wanna I just wanna play through it. I wanna get far in it and yeah. you know, have all the things and, and do the story. Like, have a real I, nice setup going. Yeah, it's yeah. just I just want an easy mode at this point. I understand. But I mean, that game is one of the one of the primary examples of a game that teaches you things. Like, uh, you know, I spent a lot of the time trying to pick a good location for our for our fort because I like to have something that's centrally located for all the different resources. Uh, I had one, one yeah. on my on my PS4. I had a playthrough where I was at like 50, day fifty six or something like that. I'd been through two winters. Um, it's impressive it's work, good. and it gets harder like as the days progress because more aggressive and dangerous monsters come after you you know we only lasted what like 15 days or something like that was it even that no i don't think it was but we had it we had a, a time where we got attacked by hounds which usually happens like eight to 12 days in yeah um so but so good i actually want to play that with my wife i'm trying to get her because we're we're doing our mario 3 3d world but i want to play don't start oh yeah jake asked for an update on that i I, my, my wife is she's back in school again so uh now she's doing four classes a week so we're gonna try to do friday nights i just put part five up today um it had been just sitting in our our youtube feed uh not public for a while but i'm hoping friday nights we'll do our stream and put put our videos up so i still have to work on work on the audio um i think it's a little quiet so i got to turn all the audio up but i got to make sure the microphone's loud enough um kind of a pain but we'll get it we'll get it sorted eventually maybe by the end of it but yeah we're looking at probably friday you know uh, you need the next part what another studio in the basement yeah studio a studio b <laughs> well i had i had the wii u set up down here but it's it i like having it upstairs because i play it during the day um you know with the with the chitlins around so yeah it's, it's just easier to have it upstairs and uh, my computer's upstairs now too, so. Yeah. But it's not as easy of a play, you know. The, when when I had it down here, I could just have the TV there. We sit up against the wall there, and the camera right down on us. But now I have to like wheel my computer chair over to the couch and set the webcam up on top of it, and then I I bring our uh, like a closed container to put the mic the microphone on, and it's one of these microphones, and it's I'm using Corey's uh, preamp 
for the for the power and stuff for it and it just sit, like sits like three or four feet in front of us so we're sitting back like this talking to the microphone so it's not like this it's not as you know right pain i want to get a, a better microphone for that for that reason you need, boom, you need a boom mics. mic a boom mic or i want to get uh, a um uh, oh this is like a condenser mic the other kind that gets uh audio from all around Okay. I can't think Omni. of the name of it. Omni, yep, omnidirectional. That's what it. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what I need for up there. Cool. So, um, I think that's everything. I think so. Uh, just qu- question of the week, same Re- as last week. Like yeah. I said, though, I didn't post it on the webpage. page, uh, so we're just going to do it again, and I will do post it right now. Uh, the protagonist of the last video game you beat is your new roommate. What do you do to accommodate them? Now, will ours change if we beat a game in between now and... Sure. Okay. Whatever so, you want. So mine be. won't necessarily be Batman. I, Dan, do you have the list handy? I don't know what the last game I beat was. I do. I do. Hmm. I was trying to think about it. I you, couldn't... You probably won't beat one before next week, right? No. Next week's episode? No. Um, I won't sh- be sh- home sh- till Monday. Oh, that's right. Beaten games. Eric, Battlefield Hardline. I don't even fucking remember. <laughs> uh, Hotline Miami 2. Alright. Could work with that one. <laughs> yeah, did, I mean, the protagonist was your, char- your character, right? I mean, it was the same character, wasn't it? Yeah. Those are some lousy ones. Uh, and then before that, it's The Order, 1886, Bayonetta 2. That would be a nice one. I'd like The Order out of that group. What about Bayonetta? I got some ideas of something I can leave around for old Bayonetta. <laughs> Eye candy, right? Yeah. All right. Um, that's everything, right? Yay. Next week's episode, don't know what it's going to be about. Don't want, Do you know when you're working next week? I don't. Okay. Wednesday or Thursday. It'll be Wednesday good. or Thursday will be good, yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Um, yeah, that'll do it for episode 207 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Corey, thanks for listening and get out of my basement.